Hey, everybody. Yes, who made it? <laughs> Joe is It's here. time to ride on. <laughs> We're back. Welcome back to the Brunk Clock Podcast. I'm Russell. we got Joe got here. Joe. And our guest tonight is Mr. Taylor Rose. Chef. Chef. Taylor Rose. important. Chef it Taylor. Yeah. That's like doctor to a doctor, you know? Absolutely. I get that. So is that, is, is that really like a, a term of you've earned it? Uh, I think that means we made it. You made it, yeah. yeah in okay. This, in this industry, like you've gone, you got your doctorate in in, in cooking, so now you're on to full not chef. Well, yeah, he's not like yeah. You don't call the McDonald's cooker a chef, you know. The Some chef. do. Do really? Yeah, dude. I've heard McDonald's workers call. Does that suck chef. for you? Like, does that? Do you just poo really, on them? It really, <laughs> it inflates the dentist saying they're a doctor. <laughs> it takes a shit on all of us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the bad thing is, a lot of time they get paid more than we do. So, yeah, well, as I mean, an owner, like a lot of times, you could take a shitload of 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 eating the profits there because you you the hours work per yeah I mean profit return you know people are like oh you know like yeah the biggest thing is like salary right I mean you literally you get on salary and then people are like oh no I'm gonna make good money and then you realize how much you worked and then you start calculating your right. hours and you're like wait a minute. Yeah. I only made eleven dollars. <laughs> you know, yeah, right, they <laughs> promised me this. You know, it's like that's not right. how that works. So. I yeah. mean, in this industry, man, you, you, you put a lot of time into uh, you either keep going forward or you realize that you just want to be a cook, you know, and there is a big difference. So is there like a, a fork in the road you have to take? There is like, you know, when you, when you want to be a cook, you just want to go and you want to get a paycheck, you know, and that right. that's, that's the biggest thing. Don't and want the responsibility. You don't want the responsibility of like running the kitchen, taking care of employees, you know, the, uh, taking that next step forward to be better. You know, so a chef is almost like it's like you're the manager of the kitchen itself. We got line cooks that are yeah. working, you know, certain aspects, and, and then, then the chef runs the show. Basically, in this producers. industry too, it's like you know you have you have an executive chef, and then you have a sous chef, and mm-hmm. you have pastry chefs. You know, there's a lot of different chefs that go around in this industry. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to who's the the top dog in the whole entire kitchen, it's executive, right? I mean, that's. That's the man in charge of everything. You know, that's who the pastry chef looks to, that's who the sous chef looks to, that's who everyone looks to. So you have to go through a lot to get to that level. Right. You know, and it takes time and it takes so a how, lot of... How long have you been reaching, trying to reach this goal? Almost 13 years. I've no been cooking. shit. Um, I didn't know that this is what I wanted to do. You're cooking uh, for a job? Is it yeah, kind of how it starts was, for everybody? I, exactly. I mean, you go in and you have no idea. Like, you know... You mind talking about where you started? Like, where did you, what was your yeah. first cooking so job? First, was? The first cooking job I ever had, I literally got the job because all my friends worked there. Yeah. So, yeah, makes sense. I mean, it was here in town. It was at the grotto. So it was like, oh, I know. Oh, Mark, yeah. Yeah, I've like, done a lot of work for Mark over there. He, you know, the, he's a nice I, guy. All of my friends worked there. Yeah. And I had no intention on going there. You know, I started my first job ever was when I was uh, like, right when I turned 16, my mom woke me up and she's like, so happy birthday dude we gotta talk (laughs) so i started in telemarketing and ah yes i see a fellow telemarketer it's a very soul crushing job (laughs) yeah like jesus dude i hated it you know and it wasn't the talking to people that i hated it was just everything else yeah (laughs) everything environment so that's when like you know all my friends they were working at you know the grotto so i was like I'll go hang out with you guys. You know, I was like, hook me up. Let me get in there. My mom's telling me I got to have a job. I might as well hang out with you guys to get paid. (laughs) She she wants this money. She's going to kick me out if I don't get a job. Every time I've known of a parent that forces their children to get the job at 16 or something or says, you're never going to get a job looking like that. 
They always come back and go, just got a job, same day. <laughs> yeah, Line telemarketing for a timeshare company. <laughs> yeah, I'm, too. A, I'm a dishwasher now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I showed you. I'm a sales yeah. representative, Mom. <laughs> my mom's like, how much do you make? You know, And I tell her, and she's like, cool, I'll take half of it. You live in my house. It's like, yeah. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> me, Mom? This all went bad. You know? <laughs> yeah. But then it's like, you know, I worked there with them. And, of course, you know, like being in this industry, you, there's always changes. There's always changes. So right. You go in and you're a dishwasher, right? I mean, you have no intention on doing anything else. Well, you're like, I'm mm-hmm. washing these dishes. I'm going to work 40 hours a week, which at, you know, 16 years old, you're like, that's too much. <laughs> but I mean, it's like, I got, my mom's asking for money. So right. I, I got to get this done, you right. know? So, you know, it, it's just, you, you go into something like that. And then you realize that like the, the kitchen industry is insane. Like it's, I was going to actually ask you this because I noticed by I've done dishwashing and never got actually into the I got a little bit into the kitchen on the line before but telemarketing I did for a very long time and I noticed the environments are very similar with the type of people you almost interact with except I felt like telemarketing had a little bit worse yeah it's uh, I mean, type it, of people so but with telemarketing no matter what happens it's like you're talking to people that hate you absolutely every yeah. day <laughs> yeah that's know, soul crushing it's you, you yeah. go into work and you're like, damn it, I'm going to call Jim again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Jim does not want to talk to me. He does not. In fact, he has some he has choice nothing. words. For me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has nothing, to he say has to nothing me. better to do than wait on your phone call so you can roast your yeah. ass. And then you, have, you know, mm. then you have your supervisors looking at you and they're like, dude, you got to make him. this sale. If you hang up that phone call, yeah. you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> you're done, dude. You know? <laughs> and it's just, you know, th- that was the part that I hated about it because. In the short period of time that I worked in telemarketing, I talked to the same people so many times because we were selling the same shit in the same up. area. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you're, you have a, a, an area that you're trying to sell to. And it's like, dude, I remember one time putting like, a guy that I figured, you know, I've called him three times already. I just, I hit that do not call. Well, Larry, the big giant manager behind me, I didn't know was behind me. He goes, uh, what the fuck did you just do? He goes, listen here, Joe, leads are fucking expensive and you will never put yeah. a person on do not call unless they say the words do not call. Yeah, like, I guess he doesn't want any. If, and yeah. if they said, uh, don't call me again, he goes, they didn't say do not call. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, don't, do not. Like, wow. You know, everyone has like that crazy boss, right? I mean, no matter what industry you're in, but like, dude, for some reason, like telemarketing bosses are just like on a different level. Oh, <laughs> like they're God. always on a yeah. different level. They're like, no, no, no. I remember one time. And this is no <laughs> bullshit. I remember one time I'm at work and I was doing okay. I was yeah. doing okay. You know, I was making sales, stuff like that. I was doing all right. And then I called this person twice. In one day. Oh, and I was yeah. like, this lady hates my life. Like, she hates me. Yeah, you know? no shit. And I'm like, damn it. Like, what do I say? Yeah. And he's like, turn it on mute. <laughs> <laughs> turn it on mute. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I turned it on mute. I said, ma'am, I'll be right back with you. And, you know, I turned it on mute. And he's like, you need to ask her right now. <laughs> Point does she, <laughs> does she ask her husband if she can use coupons? Yep. And mm, I was like. That's a good one. What? <laughs> you want me to ask this lady about groceries? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't see how this relates to her. So he's like, and if she says yes, well, then you got a problem. But no. he's <laughs> like, if she says no, then you need to, you know, let her understand 
that she doesn't need to ask her husband for any permission. for any of this permission. <laughs> She's her own independent to woman. Right, strong, to sign this independent woman. Contract. You don't need your husband's Not only permission. That is, you just called her earlier that day. Yeah, it's like I, I'm sorry that I <laughs> yeah. just talked to you, but you know, I thought of me, something. Yeah. Let, me, let me talk to you about your groceries. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I forgot to mention this earlier when we were on the phone. Do By you the way, use what, were you, what were you selling? <laughs> I was selling. Uh, so I worked at C. Uh, CST, I think oh, is what it was yeah. then. Uh, um, so I was selling like, or something? it was all of it. Everything. So oh, you're trying to sell internet. people on their phones, on their uh, on their internet. Mm. on And back then, like, internet was stupid. You had, oh, like, yeah, you had to send them a, and, <laughs> and oh, yeah. send them a CD-ROM so yeah. they could put the best word <laughs> yeah, like, like, literally, you, you and, and, like, phone companies. Like, you know, that was whenever cell phones, like, you know, they were oh, starting long to blow distance up. You was, had, like, no, your saying. BlackBerry Pearls and things like that. So cell phones weren't super crazy back then. So you're, like, trying to upgrade these people. But now that cell phones are out, people don't use home phones anymore. Right. So these people are like, yeah. I don't have a home phone anymore. And you're like, no, but let me tell you something. Home phones are great because we have this package. Because <laughs> that, hey, you're going to get so it. what happens when uh, Russia, they send a nuclear weapon that just blows our cell EMP. towers out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do then? You're going to want you an know? analog line that's running you're to your home You're going to be begging for a hard line. <laughs> like, what are you going to do then? You know, I have this package that I need to sell you that has all three of these things that, that you need. You, you know, know what I'm yeah, saying yeah. is that uh, that's the same exact things they did for the time show. I worked timeshare telemarketing, and it was, uh, hey, ma'am, yeah, when you go shopping, you know, do you have to ask your husband before you put something in the cart? Yeah. No, I like, don't have to ask him that. It's like, oh, so you can make decisions on your <laughs> oh, own. <laughs> just a full-on belittlement. Dude, it's a terrible, terrible uh, industry. But that's kind of what it takes, though. Like, you've it really got to get that, to an emotional level to make, them per- make this shitty purchase. You do, but, like, <laughs> then you make someone cry one time, and you feel like the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, For some reason, they can't <laughs> hang up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you've called me 43 times this week, and... I hate you, okay? And I'm like, ma'am, listen, I hate my job. Yeah. <laughs> so then you have to get on that level with them and then, like, hope to God your supervisor doesn't walk in. <laughs> and you definitely don't want to make a sale. You don't want to make a sale because if you're talking about how you hate your job, guess what? You know what happens. You get fucking fired. Yeah, so, absolutely. Right? Not like these aren't recorded. Yeah, and and it's like, that manager sits and listens with his headphones and yeah, all of like, <laughs> <laughs> buddy, buddy, yeah. buddy. We alive one. Yeah. <laughs> are you, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing? But it's just like, that was a crazy world, man. And like, you know, that, you know, going back to like, you know, having all my friends work in one place. Did you have a lot of friends work there or no. were you on your own? No, dude, totally it was my, me and my mom. Oh, so your mom? <laughs> it was me and my mom. That was at your first job? First job ever. So she pulled you into the workplace. No, she put me in there. Telemarketing? <laughs> so She's yeah. like, you're coming to work oh, with yeah. me today. Because I was See, like, I've I seen know. that before, yeah. I yeah. don't know where I'm going to get a job at. No. She's like, Until I can get then. you a job right <laughs> yeah. now. Hey, I, I have like, to say, though, okay. uh, if you stick at it and you, you crush your own soul, like it turned into a very uh, great career for me eventually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, took, it took a long time uh, to finally get out of timeshares, but... Uh, God, it was a soul-crushing, depressing time for a while. Every day yeah. you go, wow. Damn. I can't believe I just glad did that. I, yeah. Glad I missed <laughs> like, that one. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, too, is, like, my mom, you know, she used to be a chef. Oh, so, really? Oh, she you know, did the... Yeah, like, she, wow. she used to be a chef, and then, you know, she once, you know, she had me, she had to do other things because she was gone all the time. So, you know, she got into telemarketing and things like that and went to school for, like, tra- to be a travel agent and things like that. So... It was one of those things where it was like, she's done that for a really long time now. You know, mm-hmm. she's done that for, I would say, 10 years, you know, right. and she hasn't really got out of it, but 
she's good at what she does. Oh yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. she, lo- she always has a potential to make money. And like, sometimes, you know, whenever I was 18, 19, 20 years old and my mom was in, you know, telemarketing, she'd be like, Oh, I made this much money today. And I'm like, Holy shit. That's like a server, like a server coming home and saying, yeah. I got, I got 300 bucks tonight. Cash like, money. I did that. The, see, I did the rotation of, I went and got a job after doing telemarketing for so long. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. I went and I got a job washing dishes and busting tables, and then I got on the line, and then I was making literally minimum wage uh, yep. in Alabama at the time. And I go, you know what? As soul crushing as it is, I get to make my own amount of money every day based on how hard I work. Hours as yeah. well. And so, time yeah, frame, I get six yeah. hours a day, and I'm going to make at least $400 if I really push and sell. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. today, I got. My boss is a 16-year-old, and I'm in my 20s. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> that, that's when I quit. Listen here, pal. <laughs> you listen to me now. I'm, just, I'm, the, I'm the boss now, pal. <laughs> I want to tell you. Talk about your future. <laughs> After the third period, I'm going to have your ass on a platter. You're wearing tube socks, bro. Chill the yeah, fuck dude. out. You know, hey, your like, mom's going to pick you up after this. Come on, man. You have license yet. Yeah, oh, like, dude, yeah, I was, I I was washing dishes <laughs> once hearing the guy, and he was a superior of mine, and he was talking about prom. And, uh, you know, what his plans were. And mm-hmm. I was just going, yeah. Joe, how did you find <laughs> Joe, yourself in this situation? Joe, wake up. This is a bad dream. <laughs> you got to wake up, dude. <laughs> this this pipsqueak's not yeah. your boss. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm glad that you became chef because. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You made a forward decision. So so after the telemarketing thing, you went on to get to the grotto, right? Yeah, I went to the grotto. And from um, there. And, and then, you started with washing dishes there? Yeah, like I was like they hired me to wash dishes. Oh, okay, they hired him but as then, a chef right yeah, off the bat. Then, <laughs> but then like they're uh, like my buddy, he was the pizza guy there, right? So mm-hmm. this was basically like right after the grotto first opened. So basically, what happened is they hired me to wash dishes. Well, then they realized how busy they were on pizza, so they were like, "Hey, actually, you're not gonna wash dishes. You're gonna make pizza <laughs> yeah. with Jake." And I'm like, "Cool." That's my friend. <laughs> so now I don't like, have to wash dishes. Whatever. Either. Yeah. And so we, we started, you know, we making pizzas and stuff like that. And then like, you know, I caught on to it. Uh, and, you know, but then you, you, once you get into like the actual line and stuff like that, you really, you realize what a kitchen is. Yeah. Right. I mean, that was it's the a first machine. time I cut my finger off. I off? was like, I'm done. Let me see. Let me like, see your hands. This one. It's always been this finger. You can tell it's like crooked. Oh, I thought you just bit yeah, your it's nails. Been slanted. <laughs> so no. But like that's the first like time. I was ever, like, your bite. Hey, tough guy. It's like the first time I've ever like, you know, cut my finger with a chef yeah. knife. I was like, dude, that shit hurts. Yeah. Like, Sharp. And it wasn't <laughs> yeah. even like you, you don't even know you did it a lot of the time because if you have a sharp knife, you're never gonna know you cut yourself until you like right, look down right, and it's right. bleeding everywhere. And it's right. like uh, I can't serve these tomatoes anymore. You know, I got to throw <laughs> right. these away. Right. But, you know, oh, that was a, that was a very anxiety riddled moment for me to go say to my manager that uh, I finally was on the line and I cut my finger <laughs> and I bled into yeah. the uh, batch of yeah. uh, pasta Dude, sauce. And I got to say, pizza sauce, I, know, I don't, I I don't like, know if this is a thing. I, I, my limited kitchen experience at Pasta Express those times. I, knife day, when they had the guy come in and bring in the fresh sharpened knives was the absolute best day of the week. It was. Is that still like today? I mean, today there's some places that still do that, but now a lot of people either have their own knives or they just really? deal with their really shitty. Sh- like Wait, they had a knives. guy Wait. come in once Wait. a week in a van, and he would he would take the old knives and bring in new ones. You guys yeah. had rental. It's basically on like a lease. I'm not sure no. exactly how that part works. So some, I just know they got sharpened. Some it is that way. Oh, like some like a contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some companies like they they have their own knives there, but then the dude just comes mm. by and like. 
swoops up all your knives and then comes yeah. back the next day and they're all sharp. Oh, as dude, shit. And you can just drop it through a mater. Yeah, like, like nothing. It's, that's some. It's I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it, it yeah. was. It was really. He was a really shady that's, guy too. It was kind of interesting. Well, I never asked questions. I never even met the guy. <laughs> you guys just showed I came up in and he's knives. like, "Dude, all your knives are sharp." I'm like, dude, "Where did you guy. come from? Like, I closed last night. And you weren't in here. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, how did you get in? Some here? kind of knife ghost? Um, yeah, it's like signed a contract here. Do you have a key? Like, do you have a key to the building? Like, I'm telling you, that guy is the guy that was the door to door Tupperware knife salesman that said, you know what? How do I go bigger? He found something that sharpened He's like, I'm going to go to restaurants and I'm going to sharpen knives. So is that a dying industry or or is it? I mean, mean, well, but like the places I work, like, you know, let's say there's not a place for a chef. Like, Posse Express doesn't really have chefs, they have line cooks. Mm -hmm. They don't take the pride in their knives the same way someone else would. And so I'm thinking oh, that I'm thinking that like that's just uh, something that he wants to do, just keep knives sharp and it'd yeah. be a safety thing because a dull knife's a dangerous knife. Yeah, it's that hurts worse. When <laughs> yeah, you cut yourself yeah, you can dull knife push it like through, you, and I you're mean, slipping and trying to. Yeah, you're trying to hurt yourself at that point. Exactly. Like now, it's a great poster for the kitchen. A dull knife's a dangerous <laughs> it knife. It is. For Russell yeah. West. <laughs> I think I heard that from the knife guy. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's, it's true, though. It's very true. Bitch. <laughs> I fortunately That's never cut true. myself with a dull knife. So <laughs> I don't know how bad it hurts. It must but, hurt a lot worse than a sharp knife. You hear someone cut themselves with a dull knife, and it's like, crunch! And it's like, that doesn't normally <laughs> make that sound. <laughs> yeah, like, that's the knife. You, you put <laughs> pressure the, on uh, it. Brazilian you know? meat place has a Oh, but they got a knife contract. Yeah, yeah. You, gotta, yeah, yeah. you gotta have a knife guy every day come in and sharpen yeah, the they're cutting. logs of meat. Every day. Dude, but a knife dulls pretty damn quick. Fast. So you, sharp, you sharpen your own knives? No, I pay someone. Oh, so yeah. is it so, the same guy. So this no, industry exists just in a, in a yeah, personal like capacity? A guy that I used to work with, his name's John. I used to work with him at, uh, at the last job that I worked at at Missouri Mike's. But he was like, dude, do you need your knife sharpened? And I was just like, <laughs> wow. Fortunately, <laughs> I do. Actually, wow. now that you mentioned it. Yeah. It's a very yeah. simple, effective pitch. You know, yeah, go to a restaurant like, and like, hey, man, do you need your knife sharpened? Because they do. They do. They I don't. Absolutely do, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, after about a week's time, I mean, you can. it's a noticeable difference. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the thing, too, is like with him, like, I didn't know him from someone else, you know, but at the right. same time, like, I, knew, I knew he came to work. I knew he did his job, but I was like, I have a lot of expensive knives. Right, have, you right. Know, thousands of dollars in knives in my knife bag. Mm-hmm. It's like, so this one that knife makes that more I want to me why you'd want a professional. Right. Is $400. <laughs> you know, if it's like, if you ruin this knife, grind it to a stub. Knife, huh? <laughs> I'll bring it back tomorrow, I yeah. swear. It's, like, yeah. it's like, but I mean, he did really good. And like, you know, now, That's I, have awesome. him, now I have him sharpen my knives. He just sharpened my knives like a week ago. So, uh, yeah. I mean, so what's the rotation on that? I mean, is it is it once a week like I was claiming earlier? No, it's. It would be those were it, shitty knives. <laughs> it probably would be if you had like one knife, but I kind of like stagger. Oh, I see. Mine, so right, I use right. like this one one day or for two days in a row, and then right. You're not using the same. No, you're not just, dulling it out every single because day. Because if you use the same knife every day, it's going to get dull. And then you have this one knife that's just like dead in your bag, and you right, can't use it. You right, know? right. And every knife has their own their own thing. Story. Like, you know, <laughs> they, <laughs> they do. It's like every knife. Like Dexter. <laughs> every knife, you know, they do different things. You know, and right. it's just like if you dull the one knife that you need for you know filleting a fish. Mm-hmm. You can't just use a fucking chef. So knife, um, again, know? we don't know anything about knives, but like, what's the best <laughs> knife out there? Like, what do you? What, is it the best knife, or what do you? What do you like to use? I have um, I have a mix of Japanese and German. 
Ooh. Oh, why you're Japanese? Is it like yeah. a samurai sword, probably? I bet shorter. it is. <laughs> Short, it's a shorter samurai sword. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's but it's, cool. it's, it's Damascus. So right. It's is like it folded really and everything? Cool oh, it's steel. got the, like, the, they, the wavy they put look a through lot it. of time into those. Right. Yeah, I love those. Those are really good because they stay sharp for a long time. Right. Um, but they're super fragile. Uh, um, your knife sharpener hates them. simple trick. So... Those I love using because they stay really sharp. They are lighter, they, but they're, they're thin. So you have to be really careful with those knives because if you, if you are cutting on a cutting board that has like a divot in it or whatever and it gets caught in there. Really? I mean, it could break that easy. You could easy. just take it, a chunk I, out? Yeah. And if that happens, it, there's no... You're out there. No yeah. So go ahead and pop this picture real quick for our viewers just to look at the, what we're talking about here. This is just a simple example. Yeah, so that's, Not so yeah, so you that's have, Damascus. That's a... Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> William Sonoma. Yeah, that's the website, <laughs> yeah, so but I just saw the price tag and went, holy hell. Well, that's probably yeah. not that much for, for a whole set, right? That, so that, piece? that second one over on, like, just from the left. Not the bread one, but the, the oh, Okay, one. yeah. That's basically one of the ones that I have. It's oh, do you have company. the same brand? Yeah, same company. Oh, okay. So you mix and match so a that, little bit. that's Mayabi. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, that's Mayabi. What's something uh, like that run you, just the knife itself? Right around anywhere from three to $600. Crazy. Oh, man. So that's so, a deal right there if you get the whole set. Yeah. Ten. Man. Yep. That's $1,200. It, it, I mean, is it like that? Price. I mean, I guess if you're using it every day, it's like buying a good hammer. If you're using it every day, it's going to last a lot longer. Yeah. Um, and you get comfortable with it. But is it worth every penny to this point, you think? I think so. Yeah. I mean, as long as you don't run into the situation where you break it right then it, it will be around forever you know and as long as you take care of it so when it comes to like the german knives they use a really thick steel oh wow so the german knives don't stay they have uh, a long history of, of making blades yeah, my tiffany uh, civil war saber they were they were german blades that yep. were brought over to tiffany tiffany turned them into uh, swords and then sold them yeah and long I, history the German knives are really nice because you can... They're like a Wustoff? What is it called? Yeah, Wustoff, Wustoff and then yeah. like uh, Hinkle. They, yeah, yeah, They yeah. make them as well. Uh, I have Hinkle and Wustoff, but th- they're really good knives because you can... I mean, in reality, you can beat the shit out of them. I mean, that's just... Versus that's the, the Japanese the one? Japanese that's a little more brittle? Look at this here, though. It says this is a Japanese knife combined with the best German blade hardening technology. Ooh. That's what... You, yeah, this what do you have to say about William that? Sonoma here? <laughs> <laughs> they combine both. That's a uh, Damascus. Is that but the brand? I guess. Yeah, it's like you know, the Shun is another one that makes very expensive knives. Um, I have one. No, I have two Shuns. Mm. But Axis of Evil. They, mm-hmm. you know, they the way yeah, that they still make a weapon. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think the about way that. that. Are they any good Italian knives? No. No, no shit. I don't even know if they make them, honestly. Well, I mean, they, they probably, probably aren't do, allowed to after World War yeah, II. they probably do, but... <laughs> are they single Because no. <laughs> in this industry, I mean, people use the same knives. They really do. They use, yeah. like, the shitty ones from... They have, like, the green and the yellow and stuff. That's what I was talking... That's the thing that got sharpened, yeah. They're, they're labeled for certain things. So, do like, you still have those, like, stocked in your restaurant no. for the local... Like, so you no, specifically do all the prep work, or... I think that's no, the like, difference between a professional, like... I'm just thinking for the staff. Uh, like a real, we like, have staff knives. They're that's not what I was going to say. Oh, they're better than those. <coughs> yeah, this is a sh- executive chef yeah, knife. So, so he's not going to let you. You're not going to let anybody else touch your knives. Very few people. <laughs> oh, just trusted individuals. Very few people. And I, you know, a lot of time. Mind I, if I, I give it a whip? <laughs> yeah, like a lot of time I won't let him use like the expensive ones. You know, I have a couple of Wolfstops that aren't super expensive and like the German can, knives. Yeah. I don't care if they use those because it's like they, you, like I said, you can beat them up. Right. So right. if someone doesn't know how to cut correctly, then you take away 
less of a chance of them breaking it. So, right, right, right. Now, if I hand someone a four hundred dollar knife and I'm like, "You break it, I'm gonna kill you," you know, it's like <laughs> it's yeah. a little that's, different. Yeah. That's different, so, you know. Sounds like I have so, a doje. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that the waiter. <laughs> Sorry, I had. Yeah. <laughs> I've been wait, your been waiting all day, just <laughs> <laughs> waiting to squeeze an OJ Yeah, it's just you know. It's well, so, that's a, so you kind of you. I would actually have to hire somebody. That's a nice knife. Yeah. So you do you have you spent enough time with these knives to to know the best ones, the worst ones? Because it sounds like get a mixed bag and so you know you've got a pairing knife or whatever you found that this brand is better or are you brand loyal or, or I mean how does that work so sometimes you just realize that a lot of the time it doesn't matter like pairing knives I don't care what anyone says mm-hmm. uh, I have a $27 Wustoff pairing knife and mm-hmm. I've had it for six or seven years now keeps an edge and all that dude it's well I guess you're not really it's fine too much right I mean it's fine yeah. It, it does the job. It's always sharp. I can keep it sharp. I can sharpen it myself. Right. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where it's like you start, you, you can buy the Japanese uh, pairing knives and then you, you're you back in the situation where it's like you had to pay someone to sharpen it. Right. This little or you thing, drop it, you know, whatever. You know, like this little knife that is going to be just as sharp as, you know, the $27 one I bought. Right. So a lot of the time you just realize like, you know, some of these things don't really matter. Now, when it comes to the big one, the big knives, yes, those matter. Right. But pairing knives and like, you know, bread knives and things like that. I think it's overrated to go out and buy right. the most expensive is, is, one. Is gonna, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, just because you've, you've um, been a restaurant owner too, but you're an executive chef. People don't realize when people like, you know, they don't want to understand like, I wish I was paid more, blah, blah, blah. Like look at all the fine details of the expenses mm-hmm. that go into owning and operating a business. Like right. we're talking having to sharpen the, just the, the, knives, knife. the knives themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Four to like, $600 and you have a contract with the guy that comes and has to sharpen. Right. You know, yeah. nobody, I would have never thought that. Like, and you're bitching about your, uh, you know, $20 tortellini. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's a reason. Yeah. You know? And then you got, you know, you always have your customer complaints, you know, it's like, that's, the, that's one of the worst parts about being in the restaurant industry is like it's the same as telemarketing you know it's like telemarketers you call people who just don't like you right and then yeah. at the same time in the restaurant industry it's like someone orders a steak and they ordered a medium you know medium rare and you give it to them perfect and they're like this is not it's what not I their version of medium yeah. this rare is not what i ordered <laughs> it's like dude let me tell you something like and you could bring out a picture of what a medium rare steak could look like and they're like no that's not it yeah <laughs> i cook my well, own medium rare gra- home that's not a grandpappy <laughs> yeah. i don't want my medium no, rares to have any red well i guess yeah. i should have ordered rare yeah. <laughs> like, you need to you need to cook it way longer it's like what are you a chef you <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> how often do you cook your steak and what does it look like when it when it's done you know yeah. 10 and minutes then, in a microwave <laughs> then, you, then yeah. you have to go through the process of like putting it back on the grill and then you oh, give someone after a medium it's steak. And then, and then, and yeah, then like you give someone up. a medium yeah. steak, and they're like, "No, this still isn't done enough." It's like you asshole, you want medium well. It's, that's yeah. not oh, medium. That's well. where the movie waiting comes steak. from. Yeah. Exactly. That's what. That's what happens. It's like you just. You almost just eat your money at that period because a lot of time the people are going to be pissed off. They're going to complain. Right. Well, your margins, like that, so you your margins aren't good enough to, to cook something twice. No. And especially <laughs> you know? meat prices right now, dude. Meat prices right now are insane. Yeah. Like if someone, if one person complains, like if, and it's not even really just if people complain. It's that if you overcook a steak. Yeah. You, oh. I'm gonna have your ass. Yeah, <laughs> right. Here comes a fourth. Well, that's, like, that's not good. You know? Well, it's you, like I mean, yeah, it's rough. That's but, a, it's money well, down it's, the drain. <laughs> it's, it's tough, and it takes those years of experience to, to build up. Uh, just taking a steak, I can tell you how many times I've fucked up, and I still fuck up. So, you know, how many years of, of experience it takes to just make a good steak to everyone's spec, you know, specs. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 you don't just walk off the street and hire someone to, to, that's able to do that. No. 
Well, I do got to say, um, they have combined, you know, telemarketing and stakes, basically, because I've, we have a, fr- we have a friend <laughs> I know that owns a, uh, owns a company. I'm not going to mention it by name, but uh, they have showed so they up. Pay us. Me and Russell used to live at the same house, and uh, they came knocking on the door, and they do door-to-door selling steaks, and the, the pitch is fantastic, you know. It's oh, like, real good. Hey, uh, yeah, well, someone ordered these fantastic, like, A1 steak. They're great, and, um, you know, unfortunately, they just they ghosted us, so yeah. we just trying to get rid of you know, we're just going to discount them at 80% off just to get them off our hands. Door to door, they go everywhere. And they, they literally almost put their foot in my door. <laughs> close it, like a telemarketer on the phone. You know, yeah. I'm like, I don't need any steaks. I'm like, I can't afford. I'm, I'm broke. The so man of the house goes, isn't here. You, you can't afford have, $3.50? And have, I go, we have payment options. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, what no, can you I don't want now? your steak. You <laughs> showed up is, at my door. Is the man of the Do house available? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a credit card? No. All right. What uh, about a debit yeah, card? Yeah, literally. They, they did the same thing with the with the TV and like the cable packages coming door to door. You really. They were just as bad. Yeah, <laughs> they, were, they were like crooks. Can I tell that story? Yeah, of course. I was taking a nap, and I get woken up by Mr. Can't Say No Russell with a, a guy yeah. that is uh, in the house True. now. And, yeah, uh, he's made his way in, but and he's, he's, he's already been running him. Russell's social, and uh, now he has to come to me, and he's like trying to – I'm like, what are we signing up for? And he's like, I'm trying to, you know, see <laughs> if he qualifies for some security cameras because <laughs> yeah. Russell's like, well, you know, I do have yeah. some expensive stuff in the backyard. I'm like – do you even know if this guy works for a security camera company? He just told him that. He stole your neighbor's camera. And now he's, he's like, putting him in your house. The guy's like, you mind if I get your social? I'll go ahead and run a quick credit yeah, check. No, basically woke Joe up like, from a nap on the couch. He was like, hey, Russell. can we get your social? I'll give it to him. And I was like, no. He was with a, he was with a <laughs> reputable company. And then like Russell literally walked away into his room and closed the door and left me with this yeah. guy. And I'm getting up from my no. clearly so sleeping. So he started and you had to finish it. Yeah, what yeah, happened? The, yeah, the, the, I, what I, I, the guy came to the door. I realized I'd gone too far. I needed to fix this, and so my, my <laughs> version of, saying, of fixing no, it. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. I said I'm. I don't think my credit's good enough uh, for this, but I'll <laughs> let like you run it anyway. <laughs> yeah, because he bullied me into it, and then he's like, "Oh, is anybody else in the house?" And I go, "Yeah, my roommate's here." He's like, "Let's go check <laughs> him." <I was> literally, <laughs> so, so. Oh, just got off work. I was in a nice deep nap, <laughs> and then I'm getting woken up by a, a guy that's a door-to-door salesman and he has a clipboard and his little big, iPad and he's, dude, black he's individual like, on jack. roids yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scared that's why I couldn't say no <laughs> he's gonna beat my he's ass, my ass yeah. in my so house. anyway to pun him off on Joe and I yeah, go lock like, my door <laughs> he's like you're just gonna do you know it's a quick it's a small credit check yeah it's gonna pop up on your credit report but it should be no problem you know and I was just like well what happened with what and Russell I hear the door close and I'm just <laughs> like and click. he's like so can I get your social real quick I'm like no and I'm like I don't think we need security cameras <laughs> Like, <laughs> shows my you. shows my closer. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, cause I, 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 I know the sales game. Like, I understand you got a guy that lets you yeah. in. You're not gonna yeah. believe until someone kicks yeah. you out. So you like, wouldn't believe how much stuff I bought since you left. But you know, I admire him for. I mean, that takes some balls to go in, and you woke somebody up to pitch them. Well, I, just get like their the social. I just like the social. I just like when he was like, "I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry, I don't qualify for your shitty security cameras." And he's like, "Who else is in this house?" Like sniffing about. Yeah, there's somebody else here. All see, you I, had to do is say the family I, picture here. What you, who else is in this picture? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to their house. Well, Russell had to walk them through the first living room in yeah. and around a corner, a, a big wall that was guarding me from being seen. To. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Ooh, I, I go, got out of that one, Russell. Like, what the 
fuck? <laughs> <laughs> dodged a bullet there. So there, there was a time. Uh, this is like <laughs> kind of off subject, but there was a time. I'm not. I'm not joking. Like I was. I think. I, God, I was probably eight, nine, ten years old. I lived in these apartment complexes, right? So it was me, my mom, my dad, uh, and we were just chilling in the back in the back gate, right? We had a little back gate area, and. The craziest shit I've ever seen. This is before I knew anything about telemarketing, anything. I was I was young, you know? Yeah, right. So we're sitting there. We're having a good time outside. It was a nice day. Uh, and then all of a sudden, dude, these Jehovah's Witness, no bullshit. Ooh. Oh, They yeah. jumped our fence. Oh, <laughs> boy. They <laughs> jumped to save fence. your ass. <laughs> because yeah. they kept the knocking. The favors on, they were doing for you. Pal. Yeah, like they kept knocking on our, <laughs> on our gate. And we're like, dude. We're on good, the gate? You know? Like the backyard like, gate? Yeah, like they're knocking on our yeah. gate, trying to get in our back gate. So and like, I, my dad's like, dude. We're good, you know. We, we don't need the the religion speech. We don't. We're good, yeah, yeah. you know. And they're like, no, no, no. We just need to talk to you real quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Take like, a no we, for an answer. We really, we really don't need to talk at all, actually. <laughs> but they jumped <laughs> our fence, dude. Hey, 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 sir, sir, sir. I love <laughs> that so much because I was raised Jehovah's Witness, and uh, <laughs> that's why I became such a good salesman. <laughs> because, was it, uh, was it you that jumped our fence? No, 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 no. <laughs> what but, are your uh, brethren? We need to talk. <laughs> I understand their, <laughs> their reasoning is because they, uh, we, you were taught from the moment you were signed up as Jehovah's Witnesses that you're goal in life is you have to go and reach everybody you possibly can to give them the pitch so you know about the truth now if you choose to ignore the truth that's on you it's on yeah. you you're going to hell right. but we want you to be in paradise with us because armageddon's been coming for the last well we missed the th last 20 predictions we had but it's gonna come <laughs> it's coming soon. one of them will be right i mean it's I, it's, it's right around the corner and so if you want to be in paradise just go ahead and come with us and uh, if you don't want to that, that's fine cool whatever you know it's going to suck for you for eternity. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you, pal. You had yeah. your chance. And so, yeah, <laughs> I, but sorry to my family. It's still Jehovah's Witnesses. I, oh, and friends. I got friends who are Jehovah's Witnesses. But, uh, yeah, sorry. I don't believe those, it. Dude, you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you always run into them. You can't escape them, right? So no, you there can't. has been, there has been time. <laughs> they're they're a, a never-ending thing. I'm glad I got you here, actually. Yeah. I didn't want to <laughs> talk to you about that. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. Have you seen the Watchtower? <laughs> This yeah, is this like, this this camera. month is a real doozy. Some of those some Long of those gone. dudes, man, like I just don't feel like Long gone. I don't feel like they believe in it, right? But there's they still gotta try to sell you. Oh, but you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was just, been, I, as a child I was dragged along and trust yeah. me. I just, and like some people I'm just like, dude, I'm good. You know, I gotta go to work. You know, <laughs> right. I know I know how this yeah. shit works. I see you do it to my neighbors. Yeah. You know, it's like through the windows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, you're talking to them while they're cooking dinner. You know, it's like, I know how this works. Oh, I got to go to work. And they're yeah. trying to stop me in my car. And I'm like, dude, no, seriously, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, see, in, you know, this, in this scenario, you're the old lady getting sold. Exactly. <laughs> and it sucks. Now I know how it feels. <laughs> right. You know? Do you <laughs> use coupons? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yes, I use coupons. <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Yeah, like, my religion doesn't. Oh, and no, do, I don't yeah. ask my girlfriend if I can use coupons. <laughs> I'm the man of the house. Coupon <laughs> to everlasting life. Would you yeah. use it or would you just throw it away? Throw it away, I guess. But it's like some of them just don't, they don't care you know like they're like all right cool man thank you have a nice day it's like yeah i like you yeah you those know, are the good yeah i like come back tomorrow but please yeah. don't yeah. you know it's that like, leaves a longer impression on me it's like all right oh man I'll yeah think when a i was bit living more about it was my family and i i love the family i'm not gonna i love the person that came so much i was so late to work too but for who it was i had to sit and i, I let them Give me the whole thing. And I was like, I'd absolutely read that watchtower. And yeah, go ahead and give me that. Give me that. And it's like looking at my like, Anything oh. good? <laughs> oh. I was just like, I Wait, oh, you were reading it in front of him? 
No, Wait, they, so came, they came in. to the door in the middle of the in the middle of morning. I'm on the way to work trying to get out the door of the house. And I, I they, think I, I open the door and there's my family member and a, another one of the members, the witnesses, and they were hidden in our neighborhood. And so, of course, I'm not going to slam the door on like uh, my beloved grandmother <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that I love. She's my she's like my favorite person in the world. So uh, for her, I was going to I'm going to just sit and I'm going to, you know, let's do mm-hmm. it and talk to her about it because I studied it my whole life until I had the choice to not. <laughs> so but it was like, you know, even then it's like to work i think uh, i think there was another instance where i pawned a front door visitor of jehovah witnesses off on you oh i'm sure I, yeah I, why not i, 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 sure. I was like you know what move. someone here knows you <laughs> knows this story and would love to talk with you <laughs> and i think oh, uh, no i think i know i do know that uh uh, our landlord at the time, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I, well, that was a different time. This was some old ladies that came up when we were looking for Alex, because <laughs> Alex was a, a, a bored housewife that <laughs> looked for um, attention from anyone, including the Jehovah Witnesses. So she sat and talked to them for like thirty minutes one day. Oh man, that. yeah. And they, they never mm-hmm. stopped coming to the house. Yeah, because you know she was willing well, to learn. Is she here? Is she here? <laughs> learn, baby. We got one on the line, you know. Real red, real red. In the elder closer, just got to hook it. <laughs> 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 the closer. <laughs> what if I could promise you eternal <laughs> <laughs> life? Tuesday, promise bro. you you'll go there. <laughs> Premarital sex in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were talking earlier. Uh, yeah. Get back towards this restaurant. That shit just got crazy. Yeah, you want to promote Joe? Just a little more. Really Shout out to all please, you. Let's not. Shout out to all you, <laughs> so, including you, Joe. So anyhow, uh, come to my house so anytime. We were talking earlier. <laughs> you were talking about eternal life. So we were, we were kind of talking about because I hadn't thought about this. I figured it'd be hard to buy a restaurant in this time. But you were mentioning how hard it is to even just sell a restaurant right now. Yeah, and like just in the bit, like the finance and the business. Yeah, so like you know, like I was telling you, like the people that I'm doing this with, they have been trying to buy this restaurant for two years. Two now, years. are you the chef for a for like a restaurateur? Is that how this is? It, or are you total owner operator? Owner. Okay. So, so there's no money behind you. You're the chef and they, the owner exactly. of the restaurant. Oh, so nice, man. They bought the building because Bruno's is three stories, right? right. So the downstairs is like you know uh, the walk-in and things like that. Oh, so okay. they wanted the building because upstairs is the bar area. Um, there's more seating, things like that. But they had they don't know anything about restaurants. Restaurant, yeah. So they put the offer out to me like. You know, they they came in during the Super Bowl, and they were like, "Hey, hey, you do anything? <laughs> you busy? I, you know, these chicken wings are going to be good later, but <laughs> we know, need to talk. How do, you, how do you feel about owning a restaurant?" And I was like, "I mean, huh? that's huh? like JW like style pitch huh? right what? there. What? <laughs> about to snack on chicken sure. wings." And then all the, you know, it's like, and then that happened, and I was just like, "Well, yeah, of course." You know, I said, "You know, I've wanted to do this for, for a sure. while, but you know, the thing was is that you know, a lot of people know, but before that happened." Uh, I was actually opening my own food truck. Um, I sort of remember yeah, a little bit so about that. Yeah, so I was going to open the food truck, and then, you know, we had this talk of, like, would I want to own a restaurant? And I was like, yeah, for sure, you know, just let me know. And so I kind of, like, put the food truck on the back burner a little bit. Open and this I didn't re- Yeah, because I was like, restaurant, more important than food truck. But right. then, like, nothing happened for three or four or five months almost. And then I was like, well, shit, I got all this food truck stuff. Let me, you know, let me get this going. Right. I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to start this food truck. So get everything. Oh, no, I see where this is going. But, yeah, so, like, I put, I just got the logos put on. I just got a custom you, sink you got built the in truck there. In the, and Dude, the like, equipment. I had everything in my, uh, in my garage just waiting to, you know, just load in my food truck so I can start selling food, got all my licenses, everything. Oh, so, no. 
then of course, you know, they like right whenever I was like ready to go, got the merchandise done. You know, I got shirts done, got hats done, blah, blah, blah. So as soon as that was about to happen, I was about to take off of this food truck. <laughs> they called me. <laughs> Oh, of course. Dude, just like, it's like, like it hit him. Oh, fuck. I forgot like, to call. Dude, yeah, like, dude. <laughs> like, dude, we're getting we're getting close now, right? And yeah, I'm you like, still on? You still on board? And yeah, I was like, like talked in a while. Fuck, I haven't talked to you in four months. Like, <laughs> I, was, I thought this was out of the gate. I was about to sell food like, out of a truck. Yeah, I was like literally about to start a food truck, and I was like, I don't know if I can do both. You know, because yeah. like, you know, in my head, I'm like, dude, I, I want to do both. Well, I think that's the I idea of the like, craziness. Yeah, I like, mean, that's sort of the business model there, right? You, you start a, a truck, truck and if the truck does well, you put a brick and mortar. Lot of your it didn't restaurant. have time to do well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, dude, I would have opened it and it would have been like, sup? Yeah, <laughs> I need Come to start, yeah, yeah, I need to start <laughs> the restaurant. Fighting for yeah. business with each other. Yeah, it's like, it was just a crazy, like, crazy thing. Because then, you know, I was like, man, I really, I try to figure out how to do both. Oh, I was trying. so there's I was that like, middle, middle area. I'm gonna do it. You know, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna do both. I'm gonna two figure incomes it out. makes sense. Why and not work hard enough? Maybe yeah, you can work it out. Yeah, it's like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out somehow. And then I like basically realize that there's no way in hell and that I'm doing yeah. both of those. <laughs> there right? needs to be so, better automation. Uh, yeah. So Robots I was like, you know what? I driving. said the restaurant is all year round. It's all year yeah, round. Yeah, that's true. Food trucks are not. Really, most people. Don't I know guess that. that makes sense. I, yeah, winter time. I'm not freezing my ass off in the in the in the winter to go and get some food truck food. That's a good point. I'm going I to mean, a restaurant. I guess I've never. That's why they have that, that. So, food truck station off of St. Louis Street now. Yeah, to try to keep. But it even warm. then, it's like you know, you, you got to order your food outside. Yeah, got to get out of your inside. park and then you know, the, exactly. You're so, sitting inside a gar- big garage that's wide open. So yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I never considered the seasonal aspect. It is. It's it's very seasonal because like once you start getting into winter and stuff like that i mean dude you're not your business is going to just plummet basically right. so, which is kind of where we're at right now yeah. so that's kind of and that's the thing is like you know i was like dude you know maybe i should just do the restaurant because it's all here you know people yeah. come to restaurants all year round. you know like well, the times that food trucks are dead you know like new year's things like that restaurants are just insane right well, yeah I mean, that also gives you time you where you can build um, yeah, cause i'm sure you, obviously because you got that far you looked into the like profitability of like the uh Food truck versus, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like food trucks, I think food are, trucks do pretty good. Yeah. Like, I mean, in Springfield, Missouri, eh, I wouldn't say they do really good. Um, they do lack fine. of live events or it's the lack of events. And at the same time, we can't park where we need to park because of city laws. Yeah. Or? You can't park oh, downtown. Uh, right. Right. And yeah, that's where everyone is. Remember, yeah. So the closest thing that you can do is you can park around it and hope now, somebody finds you. Exactly. So then you like, you got this situation going on where it's like, are these people going to walk two miles to get to this right. food truck a lot of people won't you know right. so it's oh, like, i'm not gonna do it that's now, for sure in bigger cities food trucks a lot are of insane. foot traffic in food trucks cities. are insane mm-hmm. they do a, a insane amount of business food trucks are probably more profitable in my opinion than restaurants sure and the reason sure. why but you have well, to yeah, your yeah, property you taxes put them outside of like say like, have, like the facebook headquarters or something to employ like I mean, they had food trucks pulling up to Expedia construction sites, yeah, all the time like when I worked there. That's yeah, like, and that's the thing is, like, you have to, though. Like, in mm-hmm. Springfield, Missouri, you have to go where, mm-hmm. where people are calling you, you know. And, and, and with a restaurant, you don't have to do that. You don't have to worry about that so stuff. So let me ask you this. I've always thought that the model would have been sort of like, all right, I'm going to start a food truck, and then if it catches on, then, I'm, then I'd start a full brick-and-mortar yeah. restaurant. It sounds like almost the better method would be to start a brick and mortar. If that's successful, then you do a mobile version of that restaurant with the mm. name and notoriety. I mean, that's what uh, work both ways. I think that's what or? Black Sheep did, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Sheep, like you know, got the restaurant open downtown, and they were doing really good. And then I think they opened the food. Yeah, truck. I think that was the well. Right. That's the well, thing. They did that with and them, they, though, they, they had some. They had funding already. I think. I mean, if you're coming from. 
granted, like someone that doesn't have already established, yeah. you know, restaurant mm-hmm. experience and, the, and stuff. Like, I feel like a food truck's going to be cheaper to start. Oh, it is. I yeah. mean, dude, it's, it's, I, I, sheep had I started they, three, they also three food trucks and, and, when know. I was working up north. I was just, I was selling Wait, all of the, I didn't start. I mean, I started for a guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, cause I had all the subway restaurant equipment oh, that yeah, I was going to yeah. throw away. Yeah. And so these guys would come up and say, Hey, we're starting food trucks. Like, what do you have? And they would take all of the equipment for 500 bucks Yeah. versus me throwing mass. it, taking three days to throw it away or scrap it or whatever I was going to do with it. Uh, yeah. They would do it and they put it in there. And, and so they, they, that's sort of where I got my idea was like, you know, start with the food truck and then move towards. Cause with the mortar. food truck, I mean, that I makes can, sense. The most sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, unless of course, yeah. You unless would. in your instance, it may be different. Yeah. Like, Cause the thing with me is like, okay, you know, you look at a restaurant and a food truck and with a food truck, I can tell you right now that you can get a brand new food truck with everything brand new, all your equipment, everything like that. It depends on what you do, of course. But the way that I was going to do is I was going to do a lot of electric, mostly all right. electric because you can get electric fryers. Now you can use electric stoves. You can use electric everything, right? Versus so propane. Pro- versus propane. So with all of that stuff is way cheaper. You know, so with my even running truck, gas through a through a generator and yeah. a big enough generator, I see the propane being used yeah. a lot around. Yeah, the, dude, propane's expensive. The, uh, it is taco because trucks. you go through it so fast, right? I mean, most of those food trucks have to have two of those, you know, hundred pound tanks oh, yeah. on the back end because yeah. they burn out quick. I used to work on a food truck, right? And that's probably four hundred dollars tank easy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's so expensive. it's eight hundred bucks it, to run it for a couple days. summer, is yeah. it just miserable inside it there? Is. It's like I mean, there's no hell. there's no air conditioning. Yeah, you know, there's no well, you can't if you're using electric, you can't be wasting uh, electronic pole for no. air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, it's like you know, you're, <laughs> you're running fryers and ovens and shit in you're there. You're trapped in a box, right? You know, and it's just just sucks ass. Sounds like generally it just sucks ass. You know, but when it when you look at things like that it's like you know i was willing to do that in springfield i was because i i thought i had a very good uh menu for springfield. what was so okay let's let's go there what, what was your food truck idea because obviously so, you bought into a restaurant it's a little different so this is an original idea you had for the food truck the food truck i looked at it and i said what can i serve that no one else serves because okay. you look in town look in town at the food trucks most mm-hmm. of them are taco places sure uh i mean that's just Lots. <laughs> Most I, th- I mean, I think that's almost vegan. What if we're having yeah. a twisted like, taco? That place ruled. That's like ninety percent of food trucks in Springfield. And they all do pretty great. Good. One that does like uh, burgers, Philly cheese. They, they use like uh, some sort of fruit instead of meat. It's like a vegan, but it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's a place in that little center on East St. Louis Street. On, St. Louis on uh, Nature's Harvest. Is that what it is? It is? Yeah. It's uh, yeah, by that bar in the Earth's bars harvest. there. Earth's is harvest. It har- Earth's, is that what it is? But then it's they, like right they, it's in that bar garage area and that food truck. Uh, uh, al- not your ordinary taco. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, that's, truck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah it's really like, good. Yeah. You with the but, food truck, you yeah, have to right. do it's, it's taco. tacos, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, well, it, I think it's small, it's cheap. It's probably easy to make. It's very easy once you have. I mean, you're in a you're in a small space. You don't have a lot of space, so you have to realize like all these things that you're going to do on your menu. You have to be able to do it, right? You know, so tacos. It's like a lot of time you can just you know have like hot wells and things mm. like that. Because so you, you probably make it at take home it, or scoop it, I mean, and put some in, in ingredients on top of it and then sell it. Right. You know, easy. Yeah. So it's easy. So. What, what was your idea? I wanted to do was serve something that, that I wanted to serve food that Springfield didn't have, period. Oh, okay. mm. so I, I went through a lot of different menu items and I, I finally came to the conclusion of like what I wanted to do. And one of the biggest things is like, I'm a New Orleans freak, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, people always thought that like people ask me, like, are you going to do Cajun food? No, I don't want to do Cajun food because it takes forever. Right. So, but I did want to serve beignets. Okay. So I wanted to serve beignets as my dessert, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And other than that, it's just like, you know, I wanted to serve, um, like, you know, I wanted to have the best burger in town, you know, this like oh, really? the cliche. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, that's kind of hokey. I wanted to have like this. <laughs> that was your big business yeah, plan? Like, no, but it was like, you know, these other things. Like I yeah. was going to do like these bao bun tacos, which are like Korean tacos on the, these fluffy buns. You oh, know, really? It's yeah. like you, you don't oh. see that in Springfield. So a variety of things. Exactly. Not necessarily... I wasn't doing one type of food. Okay. That I, makes was going, I was yeah. going crazy, you know. Okay. But that requires a lot of stock, though, right? I just saw a place that's... In a way. But I did the menu kind of where the ingredients would kind of tie into each other. Okay. So like doing Monte Cristos and then doing Cubans, right? You use the same ingredients. Right. Almost. Right. So your prep time is, is, is good and things like that. But I mean, towards the end, I started realizing, I was like, dude, we need good tater tots. What do you mean? What, what do you mean? Like good tater tots. Yeah, I'm right. Just, I'm, I'm where, can you find, yeah. where can you get tater tots? I mean, oh, I right is fine Sonic. for me. What, just find a good. Sonic's it. Sonic's it. Oh, Sonic's man. it. And their tater tots where do you get great. your tots from a yeah. drive up where or, can you go or a restaurant even? I mean, I, I feel like, you know, there's, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Sonic is. <laughs> that's Sonic, that's, that's it. it, yeah. Yeah, right, that's so an interesting original thought. I really hadn't that's considered, a, but I don't have an urge for tater tots. And when oh, I do, I go to Sonic. You found some great tater, tater tots. tots. So you what's the difference? What, what makes so, your tater tots better than Sonic's? Oh. I do. I do a lot. I feel of like reading. I've had them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, oh, like, buddy, dude, wait, they're so wait, good. Let me wait tell till you. you try them. <laughs> so <laughs> good. But, oh, I've had some you, good tater tots in my time. Can yeah. you believe you'd ask? <laughs> like, you know, tater tots is a big thing up north in Michigan okay. and things like, like that. Curves. So yeah, it's it's very very popular up there. So I, you know, I, I watch a lot of cooking shows. I, I read a lot. I do you know I do a lot of research. And I was looking and I was like, what can you do with tater tots to make them different? Mm, different types and of salt. delicious, right? But everyone, everyone wants chili cheese tater tots. Uh, I'm not a big fan of get soggy. Exactly. So yeah. then you run into a situation where you're like, okay, what other kind of tater tots can I do? You know. And then I was like, you know, reading and reading and reading and you know, watching videos. And then I was like, I'm gonna do loaded crab tater tots. Oh, that's what I'm ooh, a seafood man. Thing. So I was gonna, I was gonna I was, base, mm. I was gonna base the crab in butter because that's, why, that's would, why else would, <laughs> why would yeah. you not do that? Yeah, I mean, that'd be a sin not so, to. You, you you basically base the the crab in butter and then you dump it on your on your tater tots and then oh. I was gonna do like you know sour mm. cream like a crema basically and you know have a, a avocado lime sour cream and you know just a simple mm-hmm. very simple thing with a little bit of sriracha you know so and man just, was so, this and this was gonna be the only way you could get these tater tots or you didn't have like eight different variations of tater tot dinners it was just like you no, come here like, and this is the type of tater tot you're yeah gonna you're get. gonna get chili cheese i like you're that in a restaurant regular tater tots or you're gonna get these these crazy ass i like limited options honestly yeah it's like you know but when then you, at, the, at the same time like i said i was doing a burger i was gonna do a chicken sandwich uh i was gonna do like just a couple of things that like you can't really get in Springfield. Like you can't, you can't really get real beignets in Springfield. Like right. you know, there's a couple of restaurants here that do them, but I haven't been impressed with any of them. Yeah, I was um, about to say there is a place that has some tater. I was, but is it Black Sheep? That has well, there's the kimchi tater, tater tots. That's it. Where's uh, that? I think that's uh, uh, Tiger. What is that? Yeah, Lucky Tiger. Lucky Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. yeah. Did they close? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that whole that murder thing. Yeah, no, execute. That tends to happen. That will ruin your business. Hey, buddy, I got one bit of advice for you. Don't shoot someone. Don't execute someone. And the dude you shot didn't even do anything wrong, dude. Like yeah. for real. Well, well I, mean, I haven't heard the story. Do you know the story? Yeah, tell it. <laughs> I mean, from what I like, from what I've been told. <laughs> from so this hearsay. Dude, I don't know. The, this the is guy a, that the guy that shot the guy, the uh, owner of the Lucky Tiger, the, the owner of Lucky Tiger. I guess he shot the dude because 
he was screwing the mm. dude that he shot's wife. Oh, yeah. a, a murder of passion, like Shawshank. Yeah. He was drunk too. Mm. Yeah, I think he's no wasting, shoes, like, no shirts. Went to his and house, a pistol. <laughs> like went to his house and he just even, like they he got in an argument cops, or man. whatever. And then he just Damn, that was it. It was that you quick. Know? Fucked my wife. I was like, what the. F- you shot someone over his wife. <laughs> yeah. Over his own wife. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. <laughs> like and you're you're the you're the bad guy in this picture. Yeah, dude. You're I know you think you're his wife. Guy, but you're yeah, not. You're not. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, fly yeah. the cops down, it's no big deal. I'm a lucky talker. You can't <laughs> I, I own lucky talk. You, you ever can't fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, only he me. did happen only to uh, offload the ownership of the uh, what's the other one? I met City the, Butcher City was Butcher, but yeah, I actually met the dude uh, that owns that now, and like he's he's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, thank you God. You think he's he, got so a murderous streak in him? He I'm didn't look like City a murderer. Butcher <laughs> okay. But at the same yeah. time, I mean, can you really? You can't tell, tell you till know, they actually like, pull exactly. So. I mean, do you know what those burn ins are? No, pretty good. Before back when it was owned by the Lucky Tiger guy, you know, whatever it is, it's tasty. Yeah, yeah, I'm not asking questions. Yeah. As long as they're consistent and they taste like this every time. So I, I think there's a real art. We kind of touched on a little bit this menu thing. Um, there's a whole art to making a menu that's economical to a to uh, to a, a business. You know, you want to use a lot of the same ingredients, but you don't want to kind of have this, uh, you know, obvious use of ingredients over yeah. and over and over yeah. again so unique versions of different dishes and stuff but it's economical when you order more than one you know you're not yeah, ordering like a billion you, things and storing if you them. can completely do something different and use the same ingredient i mean most places do i mm-hmm. mean literally in reality there's when you look at the food groups there's not that many proteins well, you can least, use yeah right? well also food service just, companies here in town i yeah. mean you can only order so many you can't different just things. order pigeon you know what i mean like <laughs> right? you, just, yeah. you can't yeah. just do that so yeah. Got a you guy know. in New York. Actually. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he also sharpens knives. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's a it's a crazy it's a crazy thing. But like, like I said, I mean, it's just you if you find a way to use the same ingredients, which most places do, mm. then you're in a better situation than you know the people that are trying to like have you know duck and chicken and all of these things. And uh, you know these people. Uh, yeah. They're yeah. asking for shout outs, so you better I, Of do course it. he is. No. No, that's, oh, that's oh. actually one of my employees. Oh, so well, oh, he yeah, he's, he's been driving me nuts about, about this shout out. So. Yeah. And he's getting one. We're talking about pigeon <laughs> meat yeah. before him. <laughs> Let me fucking talk. But it's, it's just, yeah, you like it's just your like, job? It's one of those things where it's like, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of things that go into restaurants that people don't they don't realize and and he's one of them so yeah. <laughs> yeah. here's That's your funny. shout out yeah, yeah. I apologize yeah. I my co-host here that was very unprofessional yeah, I didn't like, even bring up a phone interrupt your <laughs> he's blowing my phone up I know god like, oh that's what's been going on wait yeah. so this went round robin like you weren't escaping this tonight no dude he, he told me before I left he was at my house he's like dude <laughs> where's the shout out at I'm like I'm not even on the fucking podcast yet yeah. like, we're waiting on you Joe know, seven people just waiting on Joe god damn it you know it's like but I so mean, menus, man, yeah, it's like you know, oh, menus are a crazy thing. But. I am. I don't know how you're gonna fit it into it, but like, I can't get my mind now off your tater tots and uh, Bruno's. Can you throw seen, those in there somehow? Yeah, Bruno's. It's yeah. Italian. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I know. I was gonna like, ask you that. Are you keeping the name throw them in and there. the menu <laughs> so, and all that? Or how, what, how much licensing do you like have with for, that? For now, because we bought the business, right. right? So I can serve all of his food. Right. Um, so basically, so you bought the recipes. You bought everything. 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 Okay, that comes. So the name is gonna stay the same until. The end of, you know, probably until, you know, January, February, March, whatever. Okay. I mean, but for the rest of this year, like, we're already so busy right now. You don't have time I'm not for all try that. To right, right. Yeah. I was going to um, say, I love a good secret menu that 
Yeah, Ooh, you, you should have to find out about you know. You gotta like knock twice if for you it. hear this podcast. <laughs> you know, the only people who know about it. Hold on, we get a Wait, secret, secret menu. menu. That is, you didn't know I was there. No, I didn't. Are you I mean, me? I don't know the secret menu. I think that's the only place that, that in town that does a who? secret menu. No, not if you ask this guy. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> cheesesteak. So uh, they yeah, they have menu. one. They also have one at Five Spice. A lot of the Chinese, but well, they, they secret. It's just they do authentic actual. Like, I know the Chinese. owner of Five Spice. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they do like actual authentic Chinese. Like you get like from the China food, you know. Russell, you ordered it, remember? I mean, it was on the menu, though. It wasn't a secret. <laughs> no, it like, was authentic you Chinese you chicken. Drive up the, you can't drive up <laughs> yeah. there and see it on the menu. No, I, I, I specifically. No, I, it was online. It was on the oh, online menu. There's quite a few uh, <laughs> was, places you have to ask. Authentic Chinese chicken is what I ordered. Well, I Googled uh, secret <laughs> menus of Springfield, Missouri, <laughs> yeah. and I may be mis- misled. <laughs> a lot of people seem to change It's probably just secret. like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, you can ask for extra mayonnaise. <laughs> that's, that's not a secret. We have the same thing, but with extra mayonnaise and mustard on it. You just got to ask. Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anyone. <laughs> can I get an extra ranch? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So, yeah, secret menu where, like, like a speakeasy where you could knock on, like, knock three times, and then you get, like, an extra porridge <laughs> like or a, something. Like an extra scoop of sauce. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could hey be boss, cool. Hey, boss, this guy gives you old knockaroo. We're in, oh, we're in open kitchen, so you have to, like, walk around and, like, jiggle a plate. and like Or, oh, you, or you could bring in, I'll like, an um, umbrella, crazy. and you could, like, open it three times. <laughs> just so like, happens that'll get you some ran, extra bread you randomly do that, and you just, some guy walks out with a, a cup of porridge. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah. I heard I your umbrella. Yeah. So, so who so told you? you? You're basically going to keep the, the menu the same. Yeah, until next year. And then so. are you going to rat- radically change it? It's going to be a whole new business? Or are you going to try and slow roll it? Say, what's uh, what's the... That's the thing is, like, you know, for the rest of this year, like I said, we're going to keep it the same. Um, Bruno's menu hasn't it's been redone of. in a while, so there's some things mm-hmm. on there that we don't even serve. So that's one thing I'm actually working on right now is, like, just cutting that making out. the menu correct. Current, um, yeah. But then, like, you know, he has steak on the menu and stuff like that, but he doesn't even serve steak right now. Oh, wow. uh, is that because of the prices? Am, yeah, just... but I am adding it back on. Oh, so okay. I'm going to have, um, which I'm actually going to end up doing Wagyu beef um, from Ooh. here in town. Got so my attention. Yeah, so I'll, you, have a, I'll have a <laughs> Wagyu. I place, uh... Schumann. Yep, okay. Yeah, okay. Schumann is, yeah. is mm-hmm. who I'm getting. They've really expanded. That, that, I keep seeing new business, new uh, shops pop up. All over. There's one in Republic. Yeah. There's one over there by the. Oh, uh, yeah, and they got on the Carney. There's one uh, on Sunshine. There's one yeah. on Campbell. There's, I mean, is it Battlefield? Now, that's one on the whole, now uh, there's one over on the north side. Yeah. it's. I it's, didn't even know that. I, like, I, I got in business with these people, and like, I'm. You want to know where your money's going? Like. And it's just like I thought they only had the one on Campbell. Yeah, I had see, no idea. And he's like, "Oh, come to the north side." Oh, it's, it's blown and up. Your professional oh, there's one opinion, next to actually. Tell me what is the difference because, like, I know, like, I looked into Kobe. It's like, uh, is that the Japanese cow or something like that? So Wagyu is, is Wagyu is like the uh, the creme de la creme because, like, when you see like the A five Wagyu I was gonna say stuff A5. with like the crazy marbling and two hundred dollars like a so, steak. Yeah, it's oh, like because like I see like the Walmart one branded. Walmart's yeah. a good. Walmart's got good steaks. Well, hey, yeah, I gotta so, like, say, I'm so confused I gotta say, they're different. Grass fed like, steaks, so, they rule. See, he, he, he's I'll all stand about by him. him. I'll stand by him. But, then I see, but I'm not paying two hundred dollars for a steak either. So yeah. sorry. It's just uh, <laughs> you. Yeah, no, I'm not doing a five. You can't sell it in Springfield. There, legally, 
or no, just no, no, because it's no, you can yeah. sell it legally. There's not enough income. Right. You know, there's a lot of rich right. people here in town, but no one's going to pay one hundred and thirty. Enough to keep it on hand. Exactly. Before it was bad. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll be eating a thousand dollars in a steak a week. Yeah, you definitely don't want that shit to go bad. No, fuck you know, no. Yeah, you and, need to tell marketers. And to sell also, that shit. you can't, yeah. you can't <laughs> keep you it frozen. You can't keep it frozen because you won't have time to thaw it out by the time orders. Once you freeze a steak, it's gross. So what? Yeah. So I mean, I understand. It's like it's the high quality. Like what? How does that? I know the marbling and everything, but like, how do they label? the walmart's a 30 dollar version versus like, it's like a, because it, so what makes with wagyu it it's it's a process right so uh -huh. like in in japan that where where the wagyu actually started um there it's a japanese black cow um oh, okay. and it's a specific cow Breed. right so yeah. with that cow you know from what i've read and been told and all these things like Dude, these cows live like a human life that we wish we could live. Well, they watch some TV, Dude, like chill they, out. They like feed them like beer, and oh, is that to get the fat? They, yeah, they they, they oh, massage them. Yeah. It's sort of like I uh, thought the massaging you know, was. Yeah, I heard about that. I heard the massage. I didn't want to sound like an idiot saying it. Yeah, but they massage them every single day, and like they oh, they make man. sure their cows don't get overworked. Like I mean, dude, it's a kind of reminds me process. of uh, what, what's that? Uh, what's that where they feed the duck over and over and over? Uh, you know, they feed the, they stuff the duck and it's like his stomach gets full. Uh, <laughs> Gru's, ah, oh, fuck. It's a French dish. Um, Stuffed duck? No, <laughs> they feed it and the livers get so fucking full of shit. Yeah. Uh, full of shit. Flaw gras. Frog gras. Frog gras, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah, and that, that's, that's just yeah, stuffed it's just, duck. It's, it's not it's literally full of shit, though. <laughs> no, they, 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 oh, they force feed these ducks. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they're just force feed full of food. It's an intestine. Yeah, I mean, basically, you're, you're, you're just literally eating, eating their intestine, yeah. which you're is packed I, full of food. I hate like ling, or you know, like lingua is okay, which is beef tongue, but oh, okay, yeah, it's like beef tongue. A lot of like Mexican food trucks have it, yeah, because it's very, very popular. Right, it is. But when there. it comes to like tripas, I don't mind a dude, fried tripe. That's disgusting. What is just it? Just the tubing <laughs> of it? It's intestine. It's intestine. Oh, they yeah. have the tacos up there. Don, uh, Don, uh, what's Don Antonio. Don Antonio. Yeah, he has they, tripe. I, no, he dude, got ran out. A lot of places won't sell it though because. It's well, because it's just hard to keep sanitary, from my understanding. It's disgusting. But it's super... Well, they fry it, you know. It's super fried. Yeah. I think it's great. So, nice little crispies. Yeah, so, like, whenever we were in... Uh, What's wrong with the crispies? Well, someone told me that, and they took mine out. Whenever we were in Nashville, uh, it was me and my girlfriend. Whenever we were in Nashville, I was like, you know, I was like, dude, you know, I love tacos. So we were trying to find, like, the best taco place in Nashville. Oh, yeah. And so I asked this dude that owns this place out there called Daddy's Dogs, mm. right? And oh. he has... I hate hot dogs. I really do. Even um, like a Chicago dog? No, I hate them. You know, Chicago I, dogs rule. If, you know, I had yeah, a Chicago like them, dog yeah, yeah. a couple weeks ago when I was in Chicago, and I was like, this is pretty fucking good. Thank you. But then, like, <laughs> Seattle dogs. Yeah, no, in Chicago, they're way better. They're way better. You've got to get them in Chicago. Like, it, it's completely different. It's, it's it's, a, you have to it, eat it there. You know you, what I mean? Yeah, you it's have like to get it off any hot dog. Any hot dog off, better in off Chicago. a court, uh, off yeah. a cart. Yeah. Like, right on the street is way better. We ate at a very popular place at Chicago Dogs, and I was like, maybe the hype won't be there. Was Weenie Wagon? I know, but we went to... Um, That's right. It was delicious. I can't remember what the place we went to, but uh, John Gotti used to eat there a lot. Oh, no, that's good cool. shit. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, John Gotti and Al Capone and all them, like there's pictures of them all over oh, the Oh, so it's that old? It's Capone? Dude, it's, yeah, it's Capone old. Mm. And uh, so we went there, and I, I got the Chicago dog, and it was, I mean, it was amazing. You have to so, be good with what you're doing, because they'd kill you if they got a bad dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Gotti didn't even live there, and his pictures were all. He flew in for dogs. Yeah, he flew in for dogs. I get it, though. I, I'd fly I, in for a nice Chicago pizza. Yeah, 
I don't like Chicago pizza. Eh, I tried know, it for the first time. Right. I was like, dude, it's, I'm not about it. I, it's different. I don't, like it I, I don't really consider it pizza. The crust is just too thick. It's like a lasagna. I like crust. It's crusted lasagna. I couldn't eat it. Tasted bad. I couldn't eat it every day, but I really do enjoy it. It's it's just it's just different. You know, you get that in a salad and a Chicago dog. I'm glad that I tried it. Yeah. I am. I'm glad that I tried it, and I went to the the place that quote unquote originally started sauce it. on top. So the Lou was a the Lou Uno. Uh, Uno. Oh yeah, Uno. Uh, Uno. Yeah, that's that where I've had this. Yeah. You know, quote unquote. Yeah, they they. Is that? Do they claim it. they started that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I've so, had. That's where I had a Chicago pizza. I didn't know it was the original place. I just yeah. thought it. Hmm. Yeah. They they were. I like the name the then that even. Yeah. Started, Uno. So. Uno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you know I had that and. Uh, but when, we, like I said, when we were in Nashville, we were trying to figure out where to buy the the best tacos. Right. And this dude told me, he's like, "Dude, you got to go to this taco truck, like over Back wherever, to trucks. you know." Yeah. And I was like, "Cool, you know, I, I like taco trucks. I like food trucks, you know." So I was like, "All right, cool." So we went to this taco truck. Me and my girlfriend got everything on the menu besides tripas. Everything, everything. like that. Huh? She got a burrito. I got tacos. Every kind of taco they had, lingua, everything. And she was like, "Well, we're here." Mm-hmm. We got to get tripas. I said, do you even know what tripas is? And she said, <laughs> no. And I was like, okay, it's disgusting. And she's like, well, what is it? I was like, it's, it's intestine that they fry. Yeah. And she's like, well, well we got to try it. Mm. And I was like, well, adventurous. No, okay. we don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I promise you. Based on past experience, <laughs> Yeah, I guess? it's like, you know, and then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We'll try it. You still so didn't I, like I, it. I got it. And it was, I, she tried it first. This is the funny part. <laughs> okay. I was like, no, no, you <laughs> eat it first. Okay. So she took a bite of it. And she looks at me. <laughs> it's just disgusting. Yeah, no like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Warren, told I already told you I didn't even want to spend the dollar on this taco. I <laughs> like, I did not want to do it. I didn't think it had too distinctive a taste. Really. Like, it's just like fried, so, like cracklings almost. Okay, this is going to sound weird. So, <laughs> you know what cat piss smells like? Uh, a hot and sour soup from certain <laughs> certain restaurants. That's what it tasted like. Huh. And that's oh, a, I've Russell's had it more fan. than once. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I never. You're, uh, kind of, you're kind of freaking me out. I this never coming like, back on this they, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Yeah. Full stop. Uh, no, they. It really. It really. Uh, I, I guess maybe they do something different. Shit, it may not even be fucking tripe. I don't know. It probably served be fried chicken. I mean, yeah. Yeah. honestly, I just, it it's, it's crispy. I didn't really have a particular flavor. Dude, the one we had is like you know all their tacos are so like, good. Uh, like pork so rinds good. and stuff. Yeah, it well, didn't yeah. so much taste like a pork. It reminded me of it because of the crispiness. But pork rinds don't have a whole lot of flavor unless like it's thrown yeah, on there. Pork rinds. On them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's but just, still, I'd rather have a chip. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most I mean, of the time yeah, though, I but I did, I did pork meet rinds. a dude. I think it's a useless snack. I did meet a guy that I think he lives like in like a surrounding area around here that he makes his own pork rinds. Well, and he has a business for it, and those. Those were good because he has like twenty five oh. different flavors. Now, how much do you know about pork rinds? Because there's pork rinds and pork cracklins. Are those because some of them are actually like I think they're different. I'm not really sure. Some of them are actually like that. fried skin and shit, there's right? Yeah. Fried, uh, yeah, but skin, some of it's not. Actual, uh, in the intestines, too. yeah, yeah. But I don't, I mean, yeah, all of there, there's a difference. People and I don't do know. Uh, people do a lot of things with like you know frying pigs. Like, yeah, you know, in the south they they fry pig ears. Yep, which. Well, it, it, it started yeah. back then too. It was just like you know, you, you had to use slavery existed. They were giving you know, this is the parts that we don't want, the nasty yeah. parts, and then they actually made it into like the way shit. great food. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like hey. one of my favorite chefs in the in the world. His name's Sean Brock. He like kind of took over the culinary 
scene for Southern cooking because mm -hmm. everyone just believed that Southern cooking was like shrimp and grits and, mm -hmm. you know, Cajun food and stuff right. like that. But no one really realized that there was a lot more to it than that. And so what he did was he like went deep. Refined with, it kind of? With like what his grandma used to make, you know, and oh, like things yeah. like that. So it's like, you know, he, on his menu, he, he fried pig ears mm -hmm. and, you know, he, he took a, he even said in an interview that he did, he was like, I took a huge risk because a lot of people were like, pig ears, well, I'm not eating that. And uh, then they tried it. I think it. there's a lot to that because like and a lot was, of times when I go out to eat somewhere, I'm see, I'm feeling a little adventurous. So if I see something like that, you know, yeah, there might be a good chance actually that that I'm willing to take yeah, a risk on something like that. Yeah, but it's a story. You know, you walk away. Exactly, you get to walk away saying, you know, that I tried these; they were good or they weren't. Either <laughs> yeah. way, you have a story and about that's it. A, that's it's a big part of the experience. People need to understand. Um, still to this day, like people are starting to that one really gross experiment. Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, shit. There's a lot worse out there. There's intestines. Yeah, there's ear intestines. It's not bad. I'll take the ear. Yeah, like you know. There's a lot of things that like people need to understand is like, you know, if you go into a restaurant, you know, I, I'm that person. I'm that person that goes into a restaurant. I'm like, I've never heard of this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to eat it. Right. You know? Or it's prepared See, a certain yeah. way. I've, ne I've never well, heard of that. I really want to eat it. get that way because I, when I find something, if I go to a new restaurant, when I order something and it's so good, yeah. it's I tough stick to, to it else. because I know I loved it so much, but there's so much other things to try, but yeah. it's just like, I don't want to risk. It's hard to, yeah. you know, it's hard for a lot of people to I get am. out of that. And well, and, and Springfield is such a, uh, 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 inflated market when it comes to restaurants. There's so many restaurants per capita here. Yeah. Um, does that something that worries you as a restaurant? I mean, obviously you're buying into a, yeah, into established, an established business. Yeah, I mean, I'm buying into an established business, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I've, it's gotta be something you think about. Doing, yeah. You said like uh, 13 years as a, yeah. in, okay. So, so it's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I, people, I, people have asked me that and it's like, no, it's just because, you know, I've, I, like I said, like you said, it's, our, it's already established, mm -hmm. you know, Bruno has been doing good for a long time. Right. Um, now, does that mean that I'm never going to change his menu? No, that's that's not what I bought a mm -hmm. restaurant for. So, am I going to yeah. keep it Italian? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, that's gonna be my next question. Yeah. So it's still going to be Italian. Um, it's will just going to be signature very, dishes very traditional. or yeah. There's a couple dishes on there that I will keep on my menu, mm -hmm. um, and it's the stuff that people ordered a ridiculous amount of. You know, it's just like that you know is going to sell. If, that if you know. someone comes in and like you know, there, there's a lot of other people that are like dude, I love your food. You know, mm -hmm. like I love the new style of food that you brung here and things like that. But then you have those people that come in and they're like, they where want is that, my they Romana? They want that original, yeah. <laughs> like, right. Where is my, yeah. my chicken Romana? Right. It's like so buying like, into, it's like buying into Mexican Villa and stopping selling Sancho. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's yeah. just not going to work. <laughs> if you stop making <laughs> yeah. burrito enchiladas, I'm out. You're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. out. There's what do you think about else. that? That's an interesting topic. Because a lot of people, unless you're from here and, and you're you're oh, raised yeah. here, because people fucking hate it. thinking it's an authentic Mexican restaurant and that's where you go wrong. Yeah, it's not authentic. I mean, it's Springfield. It's Springfield. It's comfort food is what you're saying. That's the thing is you know, I've talked to other people about this shit too. It's like Springfield doesn't have anything, right? It's we a, don't have our own cuisine. No, we don't. Right. It, it well, doesn't exist. What about cashew chicken? That, who Springfield is outside of Springfield. You cannot. Get, I've never got it outside see, of Springfield. I, whenever no I go everywhere outside, but it's good like, here. It's Chinese good here. food sucks everywhere, but Springfield. That's how I feel because it's the the the, the breading is like funnel cake fried, right? And like in Alabama, I was there. I'm telling everybody, I'm like, you guys just don't understand. Like, I'm it's like I'm eating a funnel cake wrapped chicken. Yeah, but with the ketchup here, sauce. Oh, it's so good. And uh, yeah, it's like you know. But only I guess I've only heard that from other people. The yeah. same situation happened with me when I moved to Colorado. Uh, right. When I moved to Colorado, I, I was I was craving it. 
Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, where uh, do you cashew find chicken or, cashew or, chicken? Okay, yeah. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. This is a couple months after I had lived there, and I was like, shit. <laughs> I where, didn't think about this. <laughs> where do I find cashew oh, chicken? So I was going on everywhere trying to find cashew <laughs> chicken and any, anywhere near me. I would Anything drive close. 30, 45 fucking minutes before I <laughs> wanted cashew chicken. <laughs> so I found a restaurant that was like 10 to 15 minutes away from my house, and it said they had cashew chicken. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm mm, getting it. Right. I placed my to-go order. I get home. Mm. <laughs> Never been more upset. Oh, no. Oh, oh to go so order. Check it out. 30, 15 minutes there, 15 it. minutes back? I didn't Ooh. check it. So I drove 30 minutes to get this cashew chicken. And I get home, and I open my, my to-go box, and it was literally chicken that was fried. <laughs> like popcorn cashews. chickens? Yeah. With cashews? Oh, no. Oh, man, dude. There was Wait, no the, sauce. No sauce By definition, it was literally cashew. Okay, but these people in the Midwest love this cashew chicken. Is that something that maybe in, in China, like, is a big deal? No, no, it's not. I don't know. I don't think they and make spring cashew chicken They don't make anything else. But that's just the sauce added to it. I'm just curious if that's in China. If China... They don't even... Well, I'm asking the chef. Like, if that's... Have you heard of anything overseas? I've been to other states, and this type of cashew chicken doesn't exist. Yeah, and they also you know, in China. Well, I know like, that they don't that even do the chicken the same. They don't fry it up like that at all. But yeah. that's so. So what, what I'm gathering then is, is that they basically heard the term cashew chicken, created their own version of it, which in was China, just chicken have, yeah. and cashews. If you go it's to the China, sauce. they sell Springfield cashew chicken. They they have that. It's, it's called Springfield cashew right. chicken. Well, what is is it? What is it? They, the they replicate this. Yeah, the yeah, sauce. They, that's so all they the have. The sauce is what makes and it. And the fried, but there's the difference too. Is Springfield Chinese, and from what I've gathered from people all across the country that have lived in Springfield, is and I've noticed it because I've lived all over is. The breading and the way they fry the chicken, so it's not I, like I don't like cashew chicken. I don't like the sauce, but I like the sesame chicken or general chicken, and yeah. it's the. But I get that general chicken down in Birmingham. It's not the same. It's like uh, whatever, however they fry it is just. It's like a bat, It's like funnel cake batter to me. I don't know. It's weird. So to me, it's the Springfield Chinese is the uh, Chinese chicken is the way they fry the chicken, and not so much just cashew chicken itself. Even though that's what. We seem to be known for. Yeah, I I don't know. Like that was, it was so weird. Cause well, like, I'm sure that's disappointing. Yeah, like they've just never been I, here. From I called them. I called oh, them and no. I said, "Was there any? Did you forget my sauce?" And they said, "What'd you order?" I was like, "Cashew chicken." They said, "Don't come with sauce." I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you I mean, ruined you my asked day. for a cashew like, chicken. <laughs> and, and that, like, I, I don't. I have oh, never man. dipped into Asian cuisine. It is so. You're you're pretty. So what is in what? my opinion, Asian cuisine is the hardest cuisine to learn. Really, it is. Uh, there is, is it because so there's much, so many provinces and different dude, cultures there? Is so there? much oh, that God. goes into Asian cooking, uh, yeah. in, in flavors and spices, fla- dude, everything. You yeah. know, and I, I just have never dipped into it because it's like you know, if you ask, if you ask someone that's you know Chinese or whatever, and mm-hmm. if they actually came here from China, right. if you ask them like. You know, what's the big difference between, like, the Chinese food here and there? And they will tell you this isn't even real. Yeah. Right? So, mm-hmm. you know, there's a place in town now called Corner 21. Yeah. They have authentic Chinese food. But it sucks. No, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, it's I have the top. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, I've been dude, there. It's that great. place is insane. So it's just like you you eat something like that and you're like, holy shit. Like, I've never seen this before. Oh, it's what totally is, new. What is recommended? Because I've never, I've never had the guts to even go try the authentic Chinese food. I've read what it is. Shit. But like, yeah. Dude, what? like, honestly, everything that, that we had there 
has been good. Is it spicy and generally? Is it spicy? So like Szechuan that scares a lot of people, but mm-hmm. Szechuan chilies really aren't spicy. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that might spicy. freak you out is the um, it will make your tongue go numb. Oh, you know, that's part of the Szechuan. So okay. you're sitting there eating. And all of a sudden, your tongue just goes <laughs> numb, and you're like, "Dude, what the fuck is happening?" <laughs> you know, we just keep eating it because it tastes good. But oh, they man. do have um, a fish; it's a fried fish, um, and it's like uh, it's one of the most popular things there. And it's spicy. Really? Okay, yeah, it's spicy. A mm. lot of people do. I think it's called uh, crispy chicken or crispy fish. Crispy I think fish. That's what it's called, and yeah. it's spicy. So, okay. so it's spicy. So you're when you you did you walk into Italian? Was that what you planned on doing? Was that your favorite? How did you end up? I'm uh, Greek. By, okay, so so your favorite would be Greek food? Uh, or my like, favorite food in the world is What's your favorite to Indian. make? Indian. Indian. Oh, yeah, okay. Curry, that kind of stuff. food is like, dude, I don't think there's better food in the world. I really I just, don't. Is it because of the challenge, or is it because you just think it tastes that great? It's that good. Yeah, it's, so I mean, good. dude, I, I, Indian food, there's, and they, they do this, you know, it's kind of the same the same line of, like, you know, the Asian culture and, you know all the different uh, different ingredients that they use that no one else is no no one else uses it. Right. So Indian is the same thing. Well, they were you know historically the spices that came from there were yeah. extremely unique and and that's yeah. why Columbus set off for India and found Indians in Cuba. Yeah, it's like, you know dude, he was looking for spices. I don't think, and this is my personal opinion. Uh, I do not think there's a better cuisine in the world than, than Indian. I what, don't. As far as know. in town, what do you what do you think? Is there a, a good one that blows your socks off in it, town? Not in town. So I got ruined, uh, oh, actually. So boiled, huh? I went to, before we went to Nashville, I went to uh, Zyka all the time. The downtown. Right. I've the been time. there a couple times. It was all right. I got like a chicken I've marsala. I've never had Indian food. Yeah. It, was, uh, so, yeah. it was all right. I, it, it was the best we could get. Yeah, mm-hmm. so seemed pretty that's authentic. That's the thing that you have to realize is the best you can get. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went there all the time. I mean, dude, I was eating there two or three times a week. Sure, hands down. So then we went to Nashville, um, and I don't know if you know who she is, but she's like one of the most famous uh, Indian chefs in the world. Her name's Manit Chauhan. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been on like every cooking show you can think of. I was going to say mean, that the last name sounds very yeah. familiar, but um, so we went to her restaurant. Wow good dude <laughs> so dude. tell us was it good because like, i i felt like that when i had the zika down here like zika right zika zika i call it i'm that i kept the calling zika it zika virus yeah because zika was a big deal when i was eating it there so i kept calling it zika yeah. you're that asshole um and so uh yeah it, it was it wasn't bad but i felt like it was just it wasn't like something i was going to continue coming it was so is there something that they so are I missing the, um i tried the taj mahal for the first time, I think ever a couple weeks oh, ago, it was not good at all. Smells like ass. I put a roof on <laughs> over there, yeah, and that's dude, all they blasted was just, the, just dirty uh, smelling Indian their food. Butter chicken was like sweet, oh. which would it grossed me out. I was like, this, <laughs> I've never had this like this ever. Like it was so you're like you're, you're, you're just trying to get a, your fix. Yeah, so I tried it because I was like, you know, Zika's kind of like. I don't know what's been going on, but like they've been cutting some ingredients out of like their rice. Are they still around? Super weird, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that you know, whatever's happening over there right now, like it's still better than Taj Mahal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because of the the sweetness that they had mm-hmm. in their butter chicken, just gross. Me out. <laughs> um, For them, that's all you gotta. It's kind of like you know, you just gotta be better than. Yeah, that it's like other I, think, I don't even know if they're trying to make like their own like their own niche there. You know, like I'm gonna put I, sugar. Right. In this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't sugar do that. water. Like, I personally never would have given it a chance because, like, I just the look of it and everything for how I am and how I eat. 
Most Indian I would have food. never eaten Indian food, but it was for a birthday, and I was in Birmingham, and uh, went to this place, and I was so amazed at how good it was. Yeah. Like this is, and I I can't tell you what I ordered because I couldn't understand the menu at all. I just yeah. I just picked mm. something, and uh, and that's the thing. I oh, God, I. I don't know. I want to know what I got because it was so good. Chicken tiki masala. No idea. Like Chicken, yeah, that's, that's what I got. One that was the one I, I got. For Americans, that's yeah, the yeah, number yeah, one yeah, thing. Yeah. It was it something just didn't that do was it very, very like, like uh, man, it was like a, fuck, I can't. Yeah. You get the pita bread so and then the. Soupy a little, yeah. yeah. So it's probably tiki masala, like butter chicken. Was it orange? Green. Green. Yeah, so probably curry then. Isn't curry yellow? Yeah, I thought curry was orange. Curry's yellow, it's orange, got green. All colors, it's spicy. What it, what it comes it's from? Spicy as hell. What is it? Uh, what is curry, by the way? Curry is like. I mean, you can use like uh, red chili. You can use. I mean, you can use all sorts of different stuff. So like the green ones, uh, the green ones they typically use. Uh, I think is it a some chili? of them are like vegetarian, uh, which is. Well, so, would, I, but they, I think they use a, a green chili so to make it what would, green curry. What, what would be the meat aspect of curry? I w- just, just in general, what is curry? Because I don't understand. You know, the meat aspect is, is like the you chicken don't and the chicken marsala. Is that the? Yeah, it's the, like the chicken is you know. The it, chicken it was like the a thick uh, thing. I remember being a thick, uh, very thick. Like a, but curry is a curry's spice, right? A spicy yeah. spice yeah. So sauce. Red, green curry and red curry and yellow curry, and then like and you have okay. pumpkin curry. So it would, like you know, all sorts of shit. Curry and pepper. Yeah, They're the same kind. Yeah. Of, it's just so a curry paste, I guess. There's is so that, many. Like I said, I'm not good with Asian lot. Asian foods, but like I do know that like, yes, there is red curry and yellow curry and mm. you know, interesting uh, green curry and so, pumpkin curry and all these so things. And I'm curious. There's a lot that goes into it, and the biggest thing is the coconut milk. Really? Oh, that's that would make it that's that's a yeah, deal breaker. That's it. So, so for you going mm-hmm. in and you've been doing this for 13 years, you're going into Bruno's for Italian food. Do you foresee yourself expanding? Cause you said Greek, Greek is, you know, uh, is that you said your favorite or is this just a, it's one of them? One of them. Okay. Do you see yourself besides, expanding besides into Indian something? Food, I think Greek food is probably other than Bruno's eventually. Yeah. Okay. So my whole goal like right now is like, you know, to, to take this business and, you know, make the best of it. Uh, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's definitely the biggest thing for me is make it the best. Um, I make wanna, it your own? Yeah, like make it my own, you know, make it feel like, you know, I, I started this. You know right. what I mean? And so have you ever been an executive chef? You've like the, the running. Exec? In a way, kind of, sort of. Sort of. Uh, but responsibility. I've be been title. responsible for restaurants before. Yeah. Okay. So Responsibility you know, without the, the titles. Some uh, restaurants don't before. have that title. <laughs> so right. I've been I've been in charge of kitchens and, and things like that. And like, you know, I do private chef dinners for, you know, a, a guy here in town, Chef Paul and uh i mean i do i do chef stuff for him and you know that's it's just you know a lot of people know who i am um because of what i do and people have kind of like a lot of people have followed my journey um and things like that so it's like you know people know that is is that part of being a chef is the i i know it is 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 the reputation you build and the in your following almost like a social media type of thing yeah people will follow you restaurant to restaurant if you're a really good chef yeah and it'll always happen yeah it'll always happen interesting and that's and something I don't think a lot of people think about. Even employees do it. Uh, employees oh, will follow their chefs. Really? Uh, and that, that does happen. So Does that happen with you? Yeah. So this is where... <laughs> this is where the Dimitri, here you go. <laughs> this is where the Dimitri, should have happened. <laughs> yeah, here you go, man. Are you watching? Are you see, watching? If you'll wait, Dimitri. Russell, message him, see if he's watching. Uh, he's, I'm sure he is. He wait. better be. He's <laughs> it's about to happen. <laughs> I just got some smiley faces. Yeah. So <laughs> Dimitri has... I met him at Logan's Roadhouse. 
uh, and he fucking hated me. <laughs> oh yeah, he did. He, All right, off the bat, like just did off not the care bat, for you. Dude, I went in. I What'd you do? What'd you do? Nothing. And now we're That's the problem. <laughs> so, Dimitri rules. What did you like, do? <laughs> I literally walked into this place. I had my interview. Um, I was going to my current job at this point, which I had mm -hmm. helped uh, open Lucky's Market. So, oh, okay. oh I, I was doing that. that, and like you know, I, I I needed like a little part time gig or whatever, and so. I walked in, I had my interview and I walked in the back and, you know, I was going through the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Dimitri's <laughs> the only guy that was working in the kitchen at this period of time. Cause it was like during like their breakout uh -huh. basically. So I walk in, Dimitri was 18, 19 years old. Eight, I think he was 18. Mm. And, uh, I walk in and he just, you know, they're like, Hey, this is Taylor. <laughs> like he's going to start here or whatever. And he was just like, all right. Oh, sassing you off the yeah, like off Dimitri, the bat, dude. Like Dimitri, just, call in. Let's find out what this is about. <laughs> Bring him in. Let's settle yeah. this once and for all. So yeah, it's like he. So you're he, rude, huh? So I, I, I so you're a real son of a bitch, huh? I stuck my hand out, right? And I'm, I'm trying to give him a hand. Oh no, Dimitri. Dude, he does this. Like I, I stick my hand out, and he just goes. Oh, walks oh, off. oh D. Walks off, dude. Sassy D. as fuck. Oh, <laughs> so, damn, man. I'm like, all right, this dude hates me. So dude. I was like, I don't. He doesn't even know me, but he hates me. So, <laughs> oh, too hard? Could it was it? Dude, it was literally hard? just like, as quick. Oh, oh man, a finger that's, not, that's not even a. Oh, it's not even. Like, a I would have rather just grab my finger. Like, oh. I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Here you go. Pull that's my, all you get. Pull but my finger, I'm your boss. <laughs> you know he, uh, and I wasn't even his boss. I wasn't. So I was just, just a guy coming so in trying to help him. Indeed. You know, come on, Dimitri. So. You know, then, you know, time went along and then like I started grilling with him. Um, mm -hmm. And then he kind of, you know, tell people right now, he's like, you know, I thought he was a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> some guy that fucking comes up in That's here. That's a shout gonna, out he was looking He's going to quit 30 days and, you know, he just needs a paycheck for right now and this and uh -huh. that. And so I, I stuck it out, man. Senior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He fucking does yeah. his nails. Like, you know, oh. it's like, no, it's just, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, I, I stuck it out and then like, you know, uh, I started grilling with him and oh, he's here. What's he got? <laughs> he says, "Oh, I'm here." <laughs> yeah. hey, D dog. So, so all I can tell, I'm just making these names up for you, but you rule so far, and he's got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah, it's just like you know, he. Uh, we started grilling together, and then like we, we became employees, and we were friends. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because all the bullshit that he thought that I was. What, did you come false. in there like suck up, like no. chef guy? Come in with your own knives? I literally, I did come in with my own knives. <laughs> okay, that's what happened. they had the green ones. Yeah. Dimitri, answer. Is oh, that yeah. one the green ones? Look at oh, us. I'm not using you, those. You brought your, oh. Yeah. <laughs> they had I, the shitty green ones. That's well, Dimitri <laughs> was 18 using his little green knives, and this yeah. guy comes in. Oh, look at this motherfucker. Yeah, here. like, I mean, yeah. I probably did seem like a fucking asshole. But <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's just Mr. Professional with his own knives. It's one of those things where it's like, you know. Let me guess, Every, the Japanese, German? <laughs> yeah. didn't even know you they, can use this one. didn't even one. know there was those brands. Like, that's how inexperienced he was. Oh! But, you know, we, we, uh, we just, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like we worked together for a while, and then, like, when I left Logan's, um, he was like, dude, dude, how do I get into Highland? And I was like, Highland this Dairy? Is Highland Springs. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, look, like, man. He's like, you just jump. apply? Yeah, just <laughs> sign the fucking, sign the papers. Yeah, we'll just walk but, in there, dude. They'll hire you. Yeah. So he was like, how do I get into Highland? And then like, were you had, working there? Yeah. Or is he just, yeah, so oh, okay. I left Logan's to go to Highland. Okay. Um, so I was doing that, you know, over there. And like, that's where there is chefs. There is an executive chef. Right, there right. There is a that's pastry a legit, chef. Yeah, that's a It's a legit operation. fucking business. Yeah. So, and the food is completely different. You actually have to take your time making the food. Oh yeah, it's expensive. And him 
not having Play. the experience, I told him, I said, Dimitri, like, dude, look. <laughs> I don't want to put my name on you just yet. I told him I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I told right. him, I said, Listen, dude, look. Listen, man, work on your handshake first. I said, if you get first. the job here, <laughs> I said, if you get the job here, that's on you. That's okay. great. Right. But I will not put my neck out there for you. Right. It ain't so happen. you just said apply and see what happens? Apply, see what happens, whatever. So he got the job. <laughs> okay. What they was his position? In, they put him in a pantry. So What's that he'd make salads, oh, uh, okay. desserts, things like that. But he, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he worked He worked there, and um, he liked it whenever he worked for uh, Chef Mike Halbert. Um, he really liked it there. He's a cool, cool, cool English chef. Um, you have the accent there, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Strong. Hey, you poof. <laughs> <laughs> he used to always say blood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, in it blood. In it like, blood. You know, it's like, Is that like a it, term of affection? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just, never understood a word he I said. I felt like I had to he say He was actually back. part of a gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's either term of affection yeah, or like a I, call. I, I, We all felt like we had to say it back because, like, you know, <laughs> the, the, the C word is very normal to them. Oh, oh yeah, buddy. Yeah. Conk. Like no, he, uh, conk? he just used it whenever. He, yeah, like when I, he just used it whenever he felt like he wanted to. Oh, I thought the to feed Scotland used yeah. the yeah. C U N T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I think it's it's a big thing over he there. He just dropped it like it was hot. Yeah, they, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, it wasn't very, a bad thing in America. Oh like, yeah, yeah. No, because here it's a bad thing. Yeah, right? I mean, if yeah, you go on to like, if you see like, I have a, if you go on Reddit, they have Scottish people Twitter. And like literally, yeah, because they literally Trying to understand it. They, yeah, it's so hard to understand. But they always are dropping the c word, just through, like, all the time, twenty times in a sentence. <laughs> Yo, bloody cunts! Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, man! Like, but then over you there, it's, it's not. But the it's same normal. Thing. It's like yeah. normal language. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me calling thing. you an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. But no one cares about that. It's just like, but whenever you're like, dude, you're being a cunt. Like, oh, I was like, dude, people are like, what? Nowadays, yeah. What? Huh? What'd you say to me? And I was there, yeah. And then every employee is like, did you? Just said to a female. So this is the head chef guy over there. Yeah. This is cunt every other yeah, word. Dude, he, I mean, yeah, he, he, he don't want to. Yeah, he just this is cold. Yeah. Hey, he didn't. I mean, this kitchen talk. You know, he, was, he said it to a female one time, and then like he was like, "I didn't mean like the bad kind. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I didn't mean that in a bad way." So like, did she take it the wrong way? I think she was about to. Oh, but then he probably, he's like, "Look, I didn't mean that in a bad." Did way. a little uh, little know? English charm on. Yeah, her. so it's like, I mean, you. you Hello, love. I didn't mean it. I meant it in the good cunt. I meant the good cunt, not the bad cunt. You're a good cunt. Yes. My love. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the, Dimitri came over there and like loved it, and uh, you know he then after I left Highland Springs, I helped um, someone that was that needed help at their restaurant. I went over there and you know helped them in at their restaurant and helped them through COVID, um, and it was very very busy during oh, COVID. Wow. Um, so That's I helped good. them that with that. And tough uh, for a lot of restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ones that stayed open it was very good for them. Um, right. It was oh, bad for bad. the ones that yeah. closed. Clearly. So, yeah, because they're not open now. <laughs> right. right. So, they didn't survive. <laughs> yeah. So I helped him open that, and he was going to come work there, um, but he actually worked at uh, – he started working at Youngblood um, doing some bullshit. But just as because of COVID, because like just restaurant jobs are hard to come by or so after, better paying? After Mike left, a chef named uh, Paul Trout uh, came in. Did he cook a lot of fish? Yeah. He, uh, he's a, a lot more aggressive to work for. Uh, oh, he's a lot I harder know to work for. Um, you say Mike Trout? Uh, Paul Trout. Paul Trout. Mike Trout's yeah. a baseball player. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> wait, I'm like, wait a minute, I've missed something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul's an amazing chef. He's still at Highland. Um, yeah. He's still there. He's uh, demanding. Like, yeah, I know the he's type. Just, he's just a chef, man. I mean, he's... The real deal. He's intense. Did he, where did he come from? Did he come from out of he, town? Or? So his dad was... Uh, his dad's name is Paul Trout as well. 
and he mm. was Paul Trout. Paul Trout. Yeah, he was one. Uh, he was one of the best in Springfield for a while. I mean, he's very good oh, at what so he did. So there's a low. It's kind of a legacy. Yeah, it's local. Like, yeah, and chef group. Paul's, Paul's. Paul's very good at what he does. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're they're a lot more intense, you know, than Mike was and things like that. So it's demanding in the way you plate things and, and everything or else. Just, just how you work, time, like your efficiency, how many steps you're taking, that kind of stuff. They're like mindset going into like you know making a menu. Like it's mm. completely different. Like they want to do some crazy shit, you know. Right. And a lot of employees are I like, like that. not willing to like, dude, work that hard. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't hey. know. If, I don't know if I'm about that. But I'm so sorry, but this is like I have to get this answered because yeah. yeah. Can you pull up the screen, Russell, real quick? Yeah. I found what it was I got in Birmingham at the Indian restaurant, a picture of it. That green that right there. What awful. is that? I know, but it's the best. <laughs> it looks like chicken marsala with green curry. Assuming that's a curry. I know, I've tasted curry before, and I don't know. I was, but it was, man, whatever that was is. Was it chicken on the end? Was it chicken? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing it was chicken marsala with a green curry, right? Because I mean, I, I use the other orange. Curry I couldn't with, pronounce with it though. I couldn't pronounce it at all. It's like so good. Oh, I could probably look at any menu and tell you what it is. Mm. But anyway, I, sorry about interrupting yeah, no, that. Good, I just, I've been looking at that picture for like thirty <laughs> minutes. <getting hungry. laughs> just like son of a bitch. I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta know what it is somewhere. so I can buy it later. <laughs> Dimitri, yeah. how are we gonna fit so, this in? So he really he so he's following you through your journey yeah, as well. That's awesome. I went to Black Market Smokehouse after I left Highland and helped them out. And he was going to come work there. But then I left Black Market to go to Missouri Mike's. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on, on a food truck. Uh, that's how he started. And I had always wanted to work on a food truck. Always. Uh, is this after, the, uh, around the time you thought it was about starting your own? Uh, no. Or is this, this what, before? Was this what made you think? Yeah, this is before. That and that's what really made me push for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I went over there and, like, you know, Mike, he would do just crazy shit off of a food truck. He was a barbecue food truck. Right. Um, but he has an and more menu. Like, it's called Missouri Mike's Barbecue and More. Oh. So he would always a secret do. Menu? No, well, it was just like you didn't know more. what you were going to get until we posted it. I was talking it. today. I saw uh, that's, oh. that's one of my favorite taglines for any business. There's two of them. And I saw them both on a roofing <laughs> truck today. It's funny you brought that up. It was like. Uh, my favorite taglines because they never work and they're so cheesy and like just you can always tell when when they're just fresh on their own but it's always like all of your blank needs so in this instance it was all of your roofing needs and more and it's always such a bullshit kind of like beginner business thing that that is done so anytime i hear that and more but i guess in food it's a little different yeah because like i mean in food you want to know what it is Right. You want to know what the right. and more is. Right. So, I don't care in I mean, roofing and more. Don't care. Food, dude, I definitely want to know what the and more is going to be. Mike would come at me with some crazy shit. Ideas or recipes? Or both. Like, what do you think about... Uh, what do you think about, <laughs> about pig ears and slop. <laughs> like, what do you think about running, like, pork chops tomorrow? It's like... do you? Can we get some? <laughs> off a food truck? Like, sure, dude. Let's do it. You know, it's like... Because that, as a chef, you never get bored if right. that's what you're doing. Right. So, like... If, if one week you're serving, like, pork chops and then you serve your barbecue and then, like, you serve fucking burrito tacos, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you're doing all these, like, crazy things in a week and well, you never get bored. And also sourcing that kind of – sourcing your ingredients has got to be kind yeah. of tough, too, when you're when you're changing things around like yep. that. And then, know? like, you know, there was days that, you know, he'd be like, hey, you know, we have this extra. Let's make this. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then he's like, what do you think about, you know, like, making uh, mufaladas, you know, but my oh, way. Oh, man. You I know, guess. it's just like – he would, we were always on that, you know. So would you, I mean, this, this is from what you're telling me on all your stories, it sounds like this may have been your most 
creative and experience. Like as far as being a chef and having to come up with stuff on the fly and learning, like the experience you got from that learning. Uh, Highland Springs. Oh really? Yeah. Even Highland more than Springs, that? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I did. As far I did as being on the fly. I did this special every single day for almost four months at Highland Springs, mm-hmm. and it was oh, always different. Man, yeah, really. Always I mean, different. That's, that's like day to day because Mike Mike saw the creativity that I had, and you and think you got the, and, or you know you got so that. Every from single Highland Springs? day, every day, he was like, "What do you want to do today?" And so that's a high. Yeah, yeah. You have like. A, was he pushing you from a business owner like mindset, or was he pushing you from a? Uh, just a guy trying to make a buck or, or just a guy that likes food and wants to I push you like further. Catering too to the very, you know, these people are... Well, I'm talking the food people. truck for rich, rich. Yeah, rich, it's yeah. like, I think, you know, I don't really know, honestly. Like, where, where's he come from with all this? Who, Mike? Yeah. Just th- a, a so genuine creativity or a genuine he, love of food? Mike just loves food. You know, okay. and it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, like I said, I mean, dude, I go into this place and I'm like, okay, we're going to start barbecue. Right. Yeah, that's what you, you know. think you're gonna do, and it's. And then all of a sudden, it. like I said, he's like, "Hey, tomorrow we're gonna do, um, we're gonna do fucking something crazy." But and you, like, as a, as you what? have to get something out of that as like a, as a it, creative. It chef feels type. good because you know you don't when get you go out. into a place like that, you don't get burnt out. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing that that I enjoyed about working there was I never got burnt out. Okay. Um, you know, things kind of changed a little bit whenever he got his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was a static menu. You have to, I mean, you can't just do what you do on a food truck in so, a restaurant. So it's, you're more versatile as a, as a food truck than you are in like yeah, a brick and mortar. I mean, if you, like I said, I mean, he did it perfectly. He did it perfectly where he, it was Missouri Mike's barbecue and more. So right. he, he did it perfectly when it came to that kind of stuff, because mm-hmm. it never, you never got limited to just doing barbecue. Right. Because people are like, well, why is it called and more? Like, oh, because we're doing Bria tacos tomorrow. (laughs) Right. 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 Oh, I know you think it's a barbecue truck, but you're wrong. Right. So you would go there knowing that there's something going to be a little bit more than just barbecue. You know, it's just like that he he did good at that. And, you know, whenever he got into the restaurant, like, of course, like you have to have a stack menu. Sure. Um, But then he still ran specials. Yeah. uh, Which is smart. It's smart for him. Well, I think I I agree because, you know, I. One thing I, I read, and I really, I, I don't really have a business in the in the kitchen world, but one thing I did read because I have a lot of respect for uh, Kitchen Confidential from Anthony Bourdain, and when he really goes into depth on the specials and that kind of, and how it's actually ran, you really do start to see that in real life. Yeah. And how 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 you know leftovers are used for this to create specials for the next day. So the specials aren't always the greatest things in the world. There, it's an economical decision made based off of what's available and what you're trying to sell at the time. Yeah, and like at Highland, you know, it's it was one of those things where it was like they hadn't got super creative uh, until I came there. You know, like, dude, I wasn't – I didn't even try to dip my name into, like, running specials at mm-hmm. first. But they were doing the same thing almost every single day. Well, and that's and why I was surprised when you said that they uh, would Highland the fish, was – but they would keep the sauce and they would keep the side. And, like, they were just doing the same country thing club, every day. I'm thinking it's like they're regulars, old people that, you know. Yeah. So I was interested that you said that, that, that Highland really gave you that creative license to do yeah. what you no, wanted they, to do. they did. And, you know, Mike was like, dude, like, you know, you, you plate things completely different than everyone else, and you have a completely different mindset on so many different things than, right. than the other guys that work here. Yeah. And, you know, there was a time that, you know, he was like, dude, we got – fucking elk in the freezer wow we got bison we have all these different kinds of fishes how do you get poached from working at a you know a prestigious place like highland how do you get poached from there to go to a food truck was it just the challenge was it was it uh it was money and money the 
freedom. The fact that I really wanted to go on to a food truck. So you like saw that, that as was, you saw that as a learning experience for yourself to worked. learn that and absorb yeah. what you could from that. I wanted to see how it worked, and I wanted to see like what you can really do on a food truck. Interesting, you know. And it like after I saw like you know like I said like what you can do and like it, dude, it was so fun working on a food truck. It sounds like, like I, I can by the way you were talking so about the food truck like, versus versus Highland even with that type of creativity yeah, they allowed like, you to have. I can tell you were way more into was, the food truck. It was so fun. Like That's I, hundred awesome. percent, man. It was, it was, it was a blast. So I could like, see why the next natural progression would be your own food. Yeah. Truck. Like, and that's what really made me like, dude, this is, yeah. this needs to happen. Well, it's, you know? I mean, it, well, I, mean, like I just said. know yeah, it's like, I mean, shoot, there's so many different places. Like when I was working at Expedia, oh, we, I love the days when the food trucks would drive up and park right outside there because mm-hmm. when they're there, we are all going out and eating yep. everything that they have because that's, they drove out there and they're yeah. going to feed us and that's awesome. So there's it's so many a, big centers of workplaces yeah. here in Springfield that have mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of employees that right that need that want that. Yeah, know? because I mean, like uh, where else? That's the bad thing. Like that, like I said though, like, I mean that's a good thing and it's a bad thing because in Springfield, Missouri, we're not big enough to, and we can't park downtown and we can't be by all the people that are drunk. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That's where you make that's most you of make your money. In right. Trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunk people. Yeah, <laughs> because they order way too much shit. Can they do the cart still, like, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I, the I cart. I think they still. I haven't seen the wiener dog dude in a minute. I haven't seen him in a minute either. either. I think they shut that and down. They used but, to have Wonder Wiener, and that was so good. But, yeah. Uh, man. Like, it's just, you know, in, in Springfield, it's just like, it's hard, man. It's mm. very hard. They and, have, uh, yeah, you have to have to go, you have to, go to these companies shit, and yeah. hope to God, you know, they, there, they have like, enough employees. I mean, is there enough, surely there's enough restaurant owners and food truck owners that there could certainly lobby towards city council to do something or, or is there just somebody with Dude, the fucking stuck in the down. mud and then they're just not they gonna let it, it happen yeah. and there's they're just so yeah. stubborn about you, it and that square dude you will never be able to park there oh well yeah. i understand the square like, just because even in it's that area be tough to get around but, even in that area yeah like they just they're so strict about it down there and, and what's their reasoning for that do you know, know? no i, I guarantee know. i mean it's the uh the real estate of like you know you got whistlers you got actual restaurants that are open late night tinga taco you know i mean like you're stealing business from them and you know that's well, i don't think there's yeah. that enough to to you know lobby the entire well, city when council you have, for like, when that. you own like the in the downtown springfield real estate you know and that person's paying you it's like hey we, we need them uh, this, that's, uh, that costs a lot of money i'm sure to be getting into that well you're you mean, you're position. you're you're in the downtown spot yeah, yeah. There. And, and that like you know now that I don't know. Like, I don't know. If I, I grandfathered the, in though. I mean, well, he's a, well, he's a brick and mortar restaurant, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, that's a nice. So, I mean, being downtown, like it's a place you really do want to be uh, when mm. you sell food. I mean, there's especially with the colleges expanding. Uh, sure. Like you know, and, and right now, like next to Bruno's, that, that old Great Southern Bank, the big Are building, they doing oh, yeah. turning that into a hotel. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. Uh, so, Missouri Hotel just got bought up down here on commercial. Yeah, it's like, I mean, oh, the boutique hotels are coming it's all in. Yeah, they're, they're like, and awesome. It's a bougie one, too. Like, they're putting a rooftop <laughs> ball and shit. Like, and pool, I, mean, I believe. It, yeah, I think yeah. there's a pool up there, too. But, Ooh, yeah. you know, that's that's another, like, huge thing for me because I'm like, dude, it's supposed to be open in, like, 2022 or whatever, which is, like, the first year oh, yeah. of, of me being in in this everybody's business. going to be and that's the first restaurant they're yeah gonna see. and i want pizza from bruno's yeah it's be like drunk we have a brick oven you know? yeah. oh yeah so man uh we got uh, you gotta tell a bacon wrapped meatloaf story you have a story about oh bacon. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah, sounds so, great <laughs> so while i was working on meatloaf the food truck, yeah so <laughs> while i was working on the food truck uh the owner mike he he came by one day and he's like hey we're gonna do bacon wrapped meatloaf sliders 
That sounds great. I'm and I was like, I was like, cool, cool. You okay. know, like, what? Right. Awesome. So <laughs> I can tough. tell there's a turn. Tough, I can tell there's a turn. Dude, he comes, <laughs> he comes in and pulls up to this place we used to prep at, and uh, he pulls up to this place, and he brings in three big ass can like uh, containers. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Probably meatloaf, huh? It was like sixty something pounds of meatloaf or of <laughs> ground meat, beef. Of <laughs> ground beef. <laughs> sixty <laughs> pounds of it, and oh. I'm like. Wow. I'm the only prep person. <laughs> oh, shit. And you're making sliders? We're like little two-ounce little sliders? sliders. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, we were rolling them in the bacon and then oh, baking them off and smoking them. Fuck. And then we're cutting them to order, right? So oh, I'm no. sitting there, and I empty all this meatloaf or all this, you know, the, all this beef into a container. <laughs> and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm going to be here all fucking night. <laughs> <Yeah>. So... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if there's one, if there's one person that I knew that I could call to come and help, it was Dimitri. All right, oh, so man, I, I deep boy. All right, he'd make his comeback. Call them up. <laughs> that's hello. He just that's why he wants <laughs> hey, to tell a story. You're yeah, the like, hero in this what story. Are you, what are you doing right now? He's like, I'm at work. I'm like, yeah, I need you to not be. <laughs> I need you to quit work <laughs> and come roll meatloaf. <laughs> I need you to not be. I was like, bro. I I, I answered the phone. He's like, he answered. He's like, he's like, can I help you? I was like, and all I said, I said. Help? <laughs> he's, like, what you, he's like, what do you need? So I told him what was going on, and he was like, all right, man. He's like, I'm going to tell him I got to go. Mm. So I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I'll see you in a little bit. Dude, we rolled, we rolled those damn things. I think it took us three hours. Because, like I said, we had, <laughs> oh, to, make, we had to make the meatloaf. Right, which uh, just, this is it, that's uh, already a time-consuming process. Oh yeah, yeah, the eggs and the and the seasonings Everything. and the red right, crumbs, uh, all that shit. Yeah. So we we make that, and then you know we have to basically form them into a log mm-hmm. of proportionate sizes so whenever it smokes of course it's going to shrink a little bit but you want them to fit these little buns so we're sitting there rolling meatloaf and bacon <laughs> and we have like i think 10 trays of with of two a piece of of these bacon wrapped meatloaf sliders <laughs> and it took like i said it took, it took us two or three hours and i was like dude <laughs> I'd have, I'd have been here till midnight. Dude, for you real, know, it's like Jesus Absolutely. Christ. Absolutely, <laughs> like because I mean, with making meatloaf sliders and stuff like that, like, you want to you want to make your logs and then you want to wrap them in saran wrap and tighten it, right? Right. So you really want to tighten it so it compresses. So you, you you make the meatloaf, <laughs> you portion it, you you roll it out, you freaking you know try to make that form, and then you take that out, you wrap it in bacon, and then you get, I dude, I'd have yeah. been there till midnight. Yeah, you know? yeah. Absolutely. Dimitri was my saving grace that day, hundred percent. Good job, Dimitri. If awesome. you ever want to roll some up and bring him <laughs> on to the show, yeah. and, uh, you will never delicious. see me roll meatloaf sliders ever again. So, did you sell them all? Yeah, I think we sold. I mean, we might have sold I mean, like one log, but fuck, we, dude. Uh, how many logs did you make? <laughs> we sold fifty-five pounds, I think. Oh, so, no, yeah, man! That's I mean, wild. it was just were they good? So yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's booming. I yeah, love a good meatloaf. That, I mean, shit, that sounds really good, yeah. honestly. Yeah, meatloaf. And like, nice you know, people bacon wrapped meatloaf log. Meatloaf. Yeah, people love. Yeah, yeah people were freaking out about them, and like you know. I mean, I'm. Yeah, but that sucks. That felt you. good at the end of the day because I was like, holy <laughs> shit! Like, they actually Dude, like. Let me ask you, you this: know? when you start hearing like all the great reviews, like fuck, I don't want to make this again. <laughs> no, it's like, and that was the thing too. That was the problem. You make good food. It doesn't matter where you're at. You make good food, and the, people are going to want it again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm a sucker that's the, for that's good. The part that Mike, that's the part that Mike fucked us all over on was he has Making, the and more menu. <laughs> yeah. He kept bacon, throwing shit at Bacon meatloaf, meatloaf sliders were 
on the and more thing oh, now. No. So people are like, dude, when are you doing those again? It's like after you all go fuck yourself. Dude, yeah. all that, right. That's when we're two doing weeks it. from now. I'll yeah, make like, one batch yeah. and you better be here. I'll make 20 pounds of it. Can't wait to get them. We got barbecue. I know you guys do Italian here, but can you do a bacon? That's one of the interesting things about. The, the whole the barbecue menu nowadays is just like once you're out, you're out, and people kind of accept that. You, well, I mean, that's just is what it is. It. Well, I know it is, but like it didn't used to be that way. I don't feel you like you can't just make it. Well, I mean, oh, it takes so long to make. The difference yeah, between like going is, to chilies like, and the thing is, is that with barbecue, it's like you know those meat prices are astronomical. Can't waste. There's no waste yeah, available. Yeah, you in you that, don't yeah. want to waste any. Right. Like, you don't want to have to turn it into, any into chili. You don't want to have to. You know. Uh, Turn this shit into you know something else. Smoke you want macaroni yeah, cheese. Like you don't want to do yeah. that, you know. Right. And there is funnels for, or there is tunnels, I guess that you can that you can do stuff with barbecue stuff and make it into something else. Right. There is. We did it multiple times. Well, you have. I mean, you have. Like you said, you have to. You have to make every penny count on that. On yeah, that you slab have to. Of brisket. Dude, you have to make your money back. I mean, right. there's no way around it because right. you do not want. Well, to Well, shit, when eat you're paying you know, fifty yeah. bucks for you know a brisket, yeah, honestly, is, you know? It's like that dude, drives business in my opinion. Like city budgets are always running out of burnt. Well, so this everybody's the limited rushing there. The limited supply, I think, was a good thing. I think it's it's a practical thing, but it's also a good thing because you gotta you, you gotta, gotta think early. man like i mean if you if you're if you have a business and you look at it and you're like okay i can sell three thousand dollars worth of barbecue at lunch mm-hmm. no matter what business you own that's good money right yeah that's good money you for do, a couple hours exactly work, right. so you might sell it by by lunch by the end of lunch time so you're in there for well three and four then, hours yeah. and you just made and three you're or not $4, sitting there with the lights on, uh, wondering like, oh well, I've got to sell, you know, I got to stay open because I got, I've got three I've got, more briskets I got to sell and exactly. four more pork butts. If I don't, they go bad. Exactly. Hopefully, people show up. You don't. But, you know, it just drives demand, and and that's you know, as much as I hate it sometimes when I'm trying to go in and, and I want barbecue <laughs> and it's, it's, it's <laughs> seven o'clock and I want some barbecue and it's like, all right, well, we have some sausages and yeah. a little bit of pulled it's pork. Always left. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's always well, the sausages. Yeah, it's always the sausages. Well, it's bullshit because it's always the the regular sausage because yeah. they'll have like the spicy sausages which I love, but those go quick. Mm. So it's just like regular sausage and maybe some turkey or something. Yeah, and, and I'm it, like, all right, I'll take it because I'm here <laughs> and I'm, I'm dead yeah. set on it. And it's you know the barbecue is a rough industry to be in, man. Yeah, it's, well, it's competitive it's very too. Rough. It's it's competitive, and at the same time, it's like these people are working their ass off to do, yeah, what they. Well, do. waking up at two, three in the morning yeah. to, to start to stoke the fire to to yeah. do that shit. I do have this, and this it. might sound like an odd question, but like, um, have you told this story, the Dimitri story? Because I'm having so much deja vu this, this whole time, and I was like, have you had the, an interview where you told that story where Dimitri followed you? Because I'm like, man, I feel like I've heard this, the name Dimitri following a guy, and I was like, but I, then I can't so place it. And I was it, like, did I, have I met you and heard this story people, somewhere? So I <laughs> Maybe know, Dimitri told me. <laughs> I know a lot of people in Springfield. I yeah, do. And it, it's it's I had to have, and I was like, man, this is a, you know, but I don't, I can't place it. You, you might have heard it. I mean, a hundred percent, because so many people know Tell the story in Springfield, a lot. Missouri, that, Not. that you know, because me and Dimitri hang out. We are, you know, he's my employee. He's my friend. You know, things like that. So like, people are like, you know, hand hand. hey, are you gonna come to this event? And I'm Make like, sure yeah, for sure. Right. And they're like, let me guess, Dimitri's gonna be there too. Right, right. It's, it's right. got to that point. Yeah. Well, that's you know, that's, it's, that's at like that a, it's like a good partnership, you know. And, and that's I think that probably says a lot about you as well as a chef uh, that that you are able to retain people in that way. 
Yeah. You know, he he stopped his, he stopped working to come help you roll logs of fucking meatloaf. Yeah. I mean, stupid. I, nobody just does right that there, for yeah. somebody that doesn't even get see paid potential. For it. Oh wow! Oh, you asshole! <laughs> yeah, it's like you didn't even get paid for it. Asshole. <laughs> so it's like I mean, it, it's just he's been he's been there for a while, and like he actually started working whenever Mike opened his restaurant. He started working there. Uh, oh with really? Me. Because he probably didn't have a job after he left. No, he, 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 still, he still worked at Youngblood, but he's like, dude, I, I want to get back. I, I wanna, hey, listen, John, I got to go. So those, gotta, that 60 pounds of loaf really uh, sparked got his him interest good. back yeah, in. Yeah, it got him good. But, you know, it's just, you know, that's – and ever since then, you know, like whenever I was going to open the food truck, he's going to work on the food truck. And then when I told him I was going to do this restaurant instead, he went to the he went to the restaurant. He's been sticking it out with me the whole entire time. And that's incredible. the thing about the restaurant too is like you know we had to be I had to be an undercover boss. Which I is was going to I, I want I want to get into that. Oh. Yeah. So because yeah. how long have you been? When did when did all this start? Like you working there almost six months ago. Okay, so so you didn't even you didn't work there before, and then you started working there as so the agreement was basically I can't tell anyone. You can tell people now, though, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Now it's done. It's, like it's over with. I was going to say, this is uh, the wrong place to come. And yeah, no. So at first, I couldn't tell anyone. Okay. Uh, I That's got to be frustrating secretive a about it, and it was, it was weird because I knew Dimitri was going there, right? So mm -hmm. I told Dimitri, I said, look, man, <laughs> we don't fucking know each other. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be clear about one thing, as much as As much as you want to think we do. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't know each other. This is huge. Okay, because this is some it's exclusive. Ground, but yeah. So yeah, I'm really glad we jumped at this because I did not expect this. So <laughs> yeah, me and Russell were talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I had to be an undercover boss, and it was just one of those things where it's like Bruno knew what was going on, and uh, the people that I was doing this knew. What was now going is that on. just to keep morale up, like just to make you know, just keep think business as usual? Yes. Yeah. And you know. People didn't, Bruno didn't want anyone to know uh, he, what was going on until it was done, basically. That he was so selling or that it was that sold? He was selling, and he didn't even want people to know until it was Official. sold. Probably and good the papers idea. were signed. Right, yeah. So this whole entire time, you know, uh, me and Dimitri basically, and Dimitri sucks, okay? <laughs> I, told, that, I literally told him, I said, we oh, cannot, did he blab? we cannot <laughs> act like we know each other. <laughs> Period. Hey, tell that story oh, wait, about the wait, meatballs. Wait, wait. No, hold, on, hold on, I gotta. Okay, so wait, is this like a because of the selling or like what I was thinking? Like, wait, you were on Undercover Boss, the TV show, and did you basically, do this, this? I was fucking. I was non-filmed version. Network. Okay, yeah, I was. Non I was, I was, like, I was Gordon Ramsay in that situation. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you know? I thought you just told me something. Like, we didn't start with you. Were <laughs> no. the, like, <laughs> yeah, I was on the yeah, on NBC program. NBC. <laughs> no, no, no. That, I didn't start that. That's but badass. That's though. literally that, what I, I like had to that do. style. Well, you had like, to be like you that's said. That's what I had to do. You had to get in and under. No okay. one could know. So the yeah. whole thing with me going in there was I needed so you're to just learn a new the menu. Hire. I needed to learn how the place worked. I needed to learn, you know, everything. Which so is smart on all ends. It I is. Think. It is smart, and it it was definitely smart now that it, that it's over because I know right. everything about the restaurant. And you know the people, and you've developed the relationships with any like employees there. You're just like, oh man, no. No, they all, all good people. Good, yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah, they're they're all good people. Um, what about this Dimitri guy? <laughs> well, the, Bruno's experience and how long he's been in it, I figured that he would have. Yeah, his all, staff dude, on lock. All of my servers are amazing at what they do. That's um, awesome. And that you know, one of the things that was scary to me was like, dude, how long are we gonna have to wait to get this? You know, where people know because we you know about a month ago we we came up with the the closing date of november 1st mm -hmm. 
So the, the scariest thing that you have to realize is that, you know, going into this, being a business owner is, is someone going to leave? Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah. So it's a pretty big we were getting the closer operation. and closer and closer and closer to that date. And we still couldn't tell anyone. Mm. And I'm like, dude, we're at the two week mark now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's yeah. getting a little fucking sketchy because you say, if someone walks out. Right. You say I'm owning and they walk out and all of a sudden you're. What shooting. am I supposed to do? Right. You know, it's like, I can't, I can't pull, I can't you pull have a no server time. in there or a new cook in there and yeah. have them learn. A week. Whatever in right. one week, yeah. But I, isn't that the benefit of working there and developing the the line cook kind of? Yeah, the, like the, I'm, the, I I went in there and I was like, I need and... to make friends with all these people because whenever fucking this all happens, <laughs> right? Hopefully they all like me. That's like you the old the I mean? old union movie when the, when they moved management. You know, yeah. so you got to worry about that too. I see both sides of that, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. Like. <sighs> What is the main purpose, though, of not because uh, I don't understand legally. That I'm guessing. It, I mean, legally. I understand legally, but was there a reason why that that was he was chose to have that in the contract agreement or the it's Bruno, ownership agreement? If that's something Bruno's you can speak a, on, I don't know. He's an Italian guy, right? So uh -huh. that's his that's his kid, you know. Right, and his baby. It's just one of those yeah. things where it's like. He, dude, he wasn't for sure that we were going to buy this place until we fucking Well, like you contract. said, he'd been selling it for, trying to sell it yeah, for six for years. years. People come in, come out, trying to buy it, saying they will, saying they will People won. have canceled, you know, yeah, and, exactly. and it's it has the same. hard to get rid like, of your baby. Like you, see a, you see a guy come in and work for six months, you know, that's, yeah. that, that, that like shows, you, that's like earnest money, you, see you know. You a dude that, like, is supposed to be taking over your business, and he's actually in there working. Right. That, I mean, that's a huge thing. Anybody can come up with money. Yeah. I um, make, that just made all the sense for me right yeah. there. Yeah. I need to see somebody that's willing to take yep. care of this but right. and that's the thing is like you know he just he didn't want to announce anything until the papers were signed right that was his that was his thing you know i understand brilliantly i understand it works brilliantly on, yeah. on all aspects well, it's, really. it's one of those things like look what happened like outland they had the whole situation where mm -hmm. you know then that just blew up well, without being you and know. then with you working there like i said you, you've really got uh you know you get to know the people they they know that they're going to be working for you they know the type of guy you are so I think that fear of people running away—they knew like the—they knew like a half of me. Basically. What's and the other half is because the business owner half. You have to realize, like I couldn't, um, I couldn't go in there and be the person that I am, um, and be the right, the, and then have the to pull guy. chef. Well, then have well, you'd have to pull because back. then I gotta I gotta explain to the the guy that's been doing this, you for know, so that's many on years. saute. He's been here for years. I gotta explain to him now, like right. You just jump. What, what are you hey, doing? Yeah. <laughs> and now you work for me. Yeah. Like, it's like, I can't, I'm I doing things do different. So I went in there and I was like, I'm a line cook. Right. Because that's how you have to act yeah. in that situation. Well, I'm, I'm you know, it's cook. just like any of those things. You have to build up the respect to the, yeah. the, the guys. So I worked with them and I, I had to keep it quiet. So you you've know? told, I'm, they all know now. Yeah. How did they take that? They were, I mean. Did they like so it? Were they cool with it? Were one they happy? The, one of the servers there, uh, he's been there for 12 years. Um, he is there all the time. He's the only person that works lunch. He's the only mm -hmm. server there during lunch. Really? He is a monster when it comes to I imagine to if he's tables. the only guy there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have watched that restaurant, you know, 60, 70 people the get filled up during lunch time. for lunch? Holy yeah. hell. That's I've watched wild. the whole restaurant get full, and he just... That's wow. incredible. Nothing. And so he's there all the time. And uh, <laughs> he, you know, of course, you know, once we started getting closer and... I had to get the inspection under my name and things like that. So, like, the inspector. Started getting closer. Yeah, the inspector came in, and she was like, he's like, oh, you're here to talk to Bruno. And she was like, no, I'm here to talk to Taylor. And I think that's when he. Uh, oh, so oh. the health inspector yeah, kind of like did The health it. inspector kind of ruined oh, that. But no. 
you know, I, I had to, I had to bullshit a lot. You know, I was like, right. Oh, no, yeah. You're playing, like, you you're know, playing. Yeah. You're like, you know, just in case Bruno's up, not yeah. here, she needs to know who I am, you know? And so I had to like, which even that's kind of like, well, this guy's fucking sketchy. new. Like yeah. why, like, why is this guy in the health inspectors report? And, you know, it's like, <laughs> he just started six months ago. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, me and the health <laughs> inspector were like downstairs. And, you know, she was going over some stuff. We were downstairs and we were just talking about uh, what was going on. And Antonio walks downstairs and, he, like, he heard us talking. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like he knows. <laughs> right. But at the same time, like, he actually didn't know fully what was going on. Just guess. Yeah. So, like, when we broke the news to everyone, you know. Did uh, you have a sit down, like, I a like company that. meeting? Yeah. The, going yeah we, we sat down and we talked to everyone. We, we pulled everyone aside on Friday um, after work. and This last Friday? Yeah. Oh, so super uh, new, yeah. yeah super new. Super new. Um, and we pulled everyone, and I was about to say I, I it, couldn't find anything online. About <laughs> it was an yeah. emotional time uh, for Bruno um, because he's leaving. Yeah, and I mean that's his well, that's that, his kid no, handing know, it over. So, yeah. I got I, I want to say that I have so much respect just for how much he truly kicked this to watch you to make sure he wanted to make sure whoever he passes it off to. Yeah, and he's somebody that truly cares and is willing is going to actually give it the same. Yeah, you know, and towards the end, work too, ethic and yeah, towards the end, it was you know, it was one of those things where it was like Bruno really um, started talking to me about a lot of stuff. Start opening uh, up, yeah. And you know, one of the things he told me, he said, you know, I I think that you're going to do really good. Oh, He's like, good. and I I couldn't be it's happier be, giving this to you. It's got to be a pretty weighted compliment. Yeah, I was like, to you, shit, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> this came out of nowhere, right? You know, it's just yeah, like six holy months crap. ago, I was I was building the food. Yeah. Truck. It's <laughs> like, you know, he's like, dude, you know, he's like, I know you're going to do good. And he's like, you know, if you ever have any questions, like, he's like, you know, please call me. He's like, you know, I, I, oh, I know I'm sure, this business yeah. long enough. You know, he's he's owned restaurants since he was 26. Uh, so, same one or multiple? No, he started he restaurants from like uh, overseas. Yeah, he's from overseas. Yeah. Right. So he took over a pizza place and then he opened a restaurant in London. And then he had a restaurant in uh, Sweden. And then he retired, actually. And then he came here and then opened this, uh, wow. Bruno's. And he's been there for 16 years, but he's been he's owned restaurants since he was 26. Wow! So he knows uh, a lot, and for him, he probably has the in, now. He has the intuition yeah, to know is, that so to, when he says something like that, it has a little weight yeah, behind it. And you know, it's just, it was it was it was good for me to hear that. You know, yeah, it's I, yeah. because I didn't want Bruno to feel like he was just handing this off to some asshole. It's going right. to close up in a month, right? You know, so that was you, that was nice. Do you have any uh, so any big plans uh, now that it's it's official? You know, um, as you know, November first is the closing date. You said. Yep. Um, do you have anything in in store for like? Is there any, any big changes like you're gonna be announcing anything you guys are doing, or is it just business as usual? We're just gonna continue. Basically, now it's like you know the only thing that we really have to start doing is like, uh, you know, like I said, edit the menu, right? Uh, make it updated, right? Um, okay. And then at the same time, it's like you know for the rest of this year, like no, we're not gonna change anything. Um, right but you know, the, I want to do cool stuff uh, even now. So during New Year's. Um, which whoever sees this, this is exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All 46 yeah, people you. listening. Hey, <laughs> so on new year's, we're going to end up doing a prime rib cart. Uh, Ooh. so we're actually going to awesome. you know, be walking around and when wow. you oh, prime rib, we'll cut it at your table, yeah. and, you know, get fancy and shit. So that, I mean, th certain things like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're going to do, I'm going to start new introducing, year's that's all. Yeah, okay. I'm going to start doing like, uh, Help me know, in. introducing an dishes yeah. and things like that, that I'm going to have on the menu eventually. Um, but really just, you know, blasting on social media. Yeah. Um, he hasn't done that in a really long time. I'm so, yeah. 
And well, yeah, well, we'll do whatever well, we can what we're to help be you. Doing right now. That's why I was wanting to say, yeah. like, is there anything get, that you want to have announcer shout it out? Because uh, we're going to clip this yes. and put it out there for. I mean, just not just for us, but anything you nah, would like you know, to get out of this. Other than it's basically just like you know, come and come and eat some Italian in. food, basically. I mean, uh, and that's Bruno's, I, Bruno's. What's the address? Where you at? Uh, what is the freaking address? It's on South Street. I know that. South I do know that. The exact address. Let me get that for you. You do like takeout, delivery, like yeah, DoorDash, uh, do any of that stuff? 416 South yeah, Avenue. 416. Cool. Yeah, yeah so yeah. hit and, that uh, up. I will uh, be hitting that I'll be there week. opening day. I'll be there November 1st. Yeah. Monday. I mean, like I said, man. That's Monday, right? Uh, not this. Next Monday. It's a yeah. week from tomorrow. So Tuesday is the day we're open. So November 2nd is the first day that I'll be open as a business owner. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, just come out and eat food and definitely uh, it's going to be crazy next year whenever I change to the Italian food that I want to be serving. I'm doing very, very, very traditional Italian food that oh, Springfield hasn't really I've seen. I've never had I'm that. Excited. So I'm a, yeah, I've like, always wanted to have traditional I'm Italian a, I'm food. I'm taking a huge leap of faith uh, with some of the stuff. You know, like I'm, hey, well, yeah. But I feel like it needs to be done. Um, yeah, no, I, I think there's... You ever want to taste test? You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Joe knows sauces, yeah, I'll tell you I'll that. Tell you. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, doing those those traditional Italian dishes, it's like, you know, people, I think once they catch on to it, they'll be like, oh my God, this is good. Way you know? better, yeah. Because we and, don't know what Italian, like, I think a lot well, of people... Spring, yeah, we're here in Springfield, we don't know a lot it's of... It's cream that. sauce based here. Oh. Yeah. You know, they don't do that. In Italy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. really sold them. Sauces, so there won't be any of that. Oh, oh wait, you know, like the only come on, it's like Italy kind of like like olive yeah, oil. It's we're like, not doing Olive Garden when you make <laughs> when you make carbonara. You know, in Springfield, Missouri, carbonara here is made with Alfredo. Love yeah. it, some bacon, Alfredo mm. sauce. So that's not traditional. Mm. Traditional, you use guanciale, which is pig cheek. It's cured. Uh, oh. It's actually a is lot. it gonna be hard to source or is that no? I'm actually getting it made here in town. Wow. So I'm getting, so you're going to locally source a lot I'm as much as that possible? made in town. I'm getting my steaks here in town. I'm getting my uh, sausages here in town that no one else can buy. Oh, uh, exclusive. exclusive. Local thing. business. Awesome. Um, it is very, very exclusive. Um, so the only place you're ever going to be able to eat these Italian Man, I can't sausages wait. are at my <laughs> That's awesome. That's it. So we're going to end up awesome. actually getting our pepperoni made as well. For our pizzas, um, which is going to be... Are you doing, like, like brick said, oven dude, like, pizzas? I, yeah, like, it's man, all... Man, that's awesome so. because you're all, you are supporting a bunch of different local yep. or businesses yep. by doing it's that. It's a big, uh, big Local web. families, yeah. Yep. And and, uh, that's important to me. Yeah. You know, it's it's no, very I, important. And you're shit, supporting the, a lot better too. Us, <laughs> us two jackasses in our local podcast, uh-huh. so we appreciate you for sure for even coming yeah. on here yeah. and doing this. I really do. That's why, like, I mean, as soon as you posted it, I was like, let's get it. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like, I, I mean, can't wait. Yeah. Might this as well. Is, it's gonna fun, hurt. man. Like, you know, yeah. I... Talking to a couple man, of ladies don't know anything about I'm, restaurant I'm going, work. Yeah. You might as well look, we might as well learn something tonight. And yeah, hey, so and cool. I've always learned from your Pasta Express experience. So yeah. this is a whole yeah. new, you know. That's real Italian. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the real shit. <laughs> Bro, oh, boy, I got to piss. You going to throw anything else in? <laughs> no, man. You got a social uh, media page or Twitter or yeah, anything? Yeah, so social media right now is uh, Chef Taylor Roten on Instagram. Um, and then other than that, it's just, you know, on Facebook. It's just Taylor Roten. Um, All right. I post stuff on there. And then, like I said, I'm about to put the Bruno's account um, back on blast. Um, so we'll be posting all the specials and, 
you know, updated menus and things like that and what we're going to do for New Year's and Valentine's oh, Day yeah. and things like awesome. that. So hey, uh, pay close attention to that. I will definitely be, be there on New Year's if I can get a reservation because that yeah, sounds it's like, gonna like gonna be, it's, it's going to be a busy. hot spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want some of that prime rib. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm great. only doing a limited amount of them, too, because once well, again, you I don't want to. We have a shit on a roast beef laying around prime rib. We'll see how the podcast does if he lets me in or not. But yeah. Just don't hop my fence again. All right. Hey, Taylor, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Check us out on social media. We're out of here.